Go on then. What did you think of about the uh, the big lionesses win at the weekend? It's cool. I liked it. I watched it. Don't know everyone else. Did you watch it? Me. What? Did you actually did you? watch it? I yeah, didn't. I no, fair play. I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it, but I suppose it's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, like I'm happy for him, but I, it did mad him when they said it was coming home. Oh, <laughs> I was on the train on the way home, and there was about ten people chanting, "It's coming home." I was like. <laughs> That's not fucking coming over. And then she, she went up to Alex and she went, do you know it's coming over? He went, I'm Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it even better though. Even funnier that the, uh, what happened at the men's Euros, I think, that the women have gone and won it. Oh no, it's the way for me. All I could think about when I was watching it was like, <laughs> this should have been, been us last year. <laughs> yeah. I was depressed. I still remember being, do you remember Rob when, uh, the Jorginho penalty got saved and you like we sprinted to each other like that's it and then Luke came up to me and went we've not won and I was like how do you know and he went well the pub behind us hasn't cheered so I just assumed we haven't won I was like oh, yeah. oh yeah I forgot we were on a late stream weren't we I knew, we were I outside Saka missed because Luke had told me that from the Rashford penalty <laughs> so when we hadn't heard any cheering I was like shit and you were looking at me Rob going come on come on I was like yeah yeah Whatever they had in my head, I was like, I know we've not. Won. I had my head in your like on your shoulder, literally like, yeah, pissed and almost in tears. And then when Georgina was saying, I was like, we're gonna win this. Yeah, well, that's I strange that for a Welshman, isn't it? Really, fifty-fifty, <laughs> bro. He chooses sports. <laughs> no, like the whole room was like the whole outside of Tom's was silent for a good like five minutes. No one said a word. Do you reckon that's the most depressed you've been at a sporting event? Like, no. Oh, I don't know. Like when no. Saints lost five in a row, that's pushing it. Funnily enough, as well, pretty, I got over that pretty quickly. I'd say. Funnily enough, as well, at uh, Tom's, the girls, frankly, didn't give that much of a shit when England lost. True. Let's not get into that. My big argument. It's an argument for a whole other night. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I, all I want to say is, I quite enjoyed it, right? But I wouldn't go watch WSL game. But all these women were like, "Wow, all good uh, women's football." I'll see you down at Totally Wicked to go watch City City Liverpool because you won't be there. <laughs> yeah, like, mm. I don't, like I'm happy for him and all that, but it's the people who like, are all sort of massive. I like, I like it, but I wouldn't go watch the WSL game, but you want the game to be grown in this country, go watch it. Yeah, people yeah. Like to go watch it, don't they, that want it I to watched, grow. I watched the last 10 minutes and I was actually quite surprised at how good it was. Like I enjoyed that, those 10 minutes and it was scenes at the end, it was good. But I was asking my mum, I was saying like, I think Russo, my mum's going on about this Russo, 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 the back heel she scored against Sweden. I was like, all right, my mum seems quite interested. I was like, mum, what? Do, who does this Russo play for? Like, who does she play for? Mum's like, I don't know. It's like, do you know who any of them play for? No, she doesn't have a clue. But saying that, hopefully a bit more people get interested yeah. in women's football now from it. It definitely needs to grow, but like, they're the same people that in four weeks' time when the season starts, they won't be there. No. And that's what annoys me. But well done to the Lionesses. Obviously, it could be two wins for England this year in Qatar. Oh, actually, it could be three. Well, actually, do you want to know a fun fact? Go on. About women's football. Go on. What team had the highest league attendance last season in the oh, women's game? Newcastle. 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 How many do you reckon? 40,000. 35,000. 35,000 to watch that? Division. Division four <laughs> women's game. That's impressive, that. Just because of yeah, that big is, we are. That is nice. very impressive. Don't watch it. To be fair, Rob, they probably would yeah, rather watch the women than uh than Dave the men, wouldn't they? Dave, I'd wait until James Madison's just signed for us. 
Huh. I was down with Nunes, Nunes doing. Okay. Don't care about shit, mate. Oh, you don't care about Nunes now. I'm glad we didn't sign him. Oh shit. <laughs> just he's just won a trophy. Oh mate, he, went, he was going on as if he'd won the Champions League on a pre-season <laughs> friendly. You got to win the FA Cup or League to be the. He silenced the haters. The, I'd rather win the Audi Cup than the Community Shield. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't even won that. Wait till this year, mate. Wait till this year. How do you think Newcastle are going to do? Um, best case scenario seventh, worst tenth. I think we'll be between them. Best case scenario seventh. Well, what do, you, do you think we're going to break into United, Arsenal? Chelsea, Spurs, City. I, I suppose, yeah, I suppose you are tempted to send, but I don't think you're bottom half. If, if we, if we, if we're the, if we're the best of the rest, that's yeah, good enough in our first full season, I think. I think even tenth. Oh, what did you finish last year? Eleventh. That's well. Yeah, but for that's the year as well. After you start to the season, that was pretty good. Eleventh. I mean, we were like nineteenth in January. Yeah, true. Right, should we get into the pod? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so. Back for another one. Always here. Again, the four of us. Fantastic four. Um, big week in the league. But again, both sides of the hem- um, hemisphere having crazy weeks. Obviously, they had Paramount beating Penrith. <laughs> Leeds, coming, Leeds coming back against Catalan when they were down to 12. That was a massive result. Whether we don't like Super League or not, still a big result. Are we doing uh, Who else? Wigan won in Super League. I can't remember any other Super League results. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah we'll just brush a, over that just a big round of fixtures yeah I just think I should say now there is going to be no Super League discussion this week yeah um, because the mighty have fallen this week in both sides yeah. of the world so this we is just, a great we, podcast it just it just proved that Saints could actually bleed yeah you know I think oh, did we lose? Just, apparently so yeah I don't remember no. uh, <laughs> I it, it wasn't just, on telly over here so I, I didn't I didn't really see it to be honest I think you've just got I think honestly yeah. I reckon all right, and the RFL's come over to Saints and gone, look, lads, you can't be pissing the league for a fourth year in a row. Like, let's make it interesting. Go lose away at Salford. Lose your winger, and then we'll make it a bit more interesting then. We'll get a few more bums on the seats at Old Trafford when we win 46. I think it'll be tough for us to win it from here now. <laughs> I do, I do. I, I, don't want it, I don't want to, but I do. Nah, we'll be fine. Yeah, I think. I, I think so. As long as we have, make it and Percival hop away back for the end of the year. What's the winner? Upper fullback, Benison, Horrell, Percival, Megazin. Yeah, I think we'll win it that. Or would you put Benison on Percival's wing? Uh, yeah, probably because Horrell's a spacked hard defending, so. Tim Lafayette taught him a lesson, didn't he? Jesus yeah. Christ, that was unbelievable. Obviously, me and you have a uh, Saint season ticket, don't we, Luke? And watching Horrell defend every Ooh. week is a pain to my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Jay. You love him, so I'm not having any horror slander now. I love him. I love him in attack. I love him in attack. I've regularly slated his defense. <laughs> yeah. I can't get on the Benison train. He's terrible. Would you rather oh. call Josh Sim back? I'd rather Josh no. Sim. Yes, I would. Josh Sim, friend of the pod. We'll get him on. Yeah, I love Josh Sim. I would. I would have him back. Actually, I think. Yeah. Can I Swift back? Is he getting a game or is he injured? I think he's injured. Oh, if, he, if he wasn't injured, I'd get him back. He must be injured because he was playing well for him. Yeah, Do you reckon Lee would just give us Blake Ferguson for six games? Like, they've already pissed the league all in, in the You see what you're saying about it? You're saying he's been keeping a close eye on, like, Saints and we're going to love to test against them. So, just come play for us instead. 
Did you see what? Actually, sorry, completely off topic. Topic talking about Leeds. Did you see what he, uh, that Derek Bowman said? Yeah, in the phone that he wants to win the league oh. in the next how many years? Is it Luke? I need to get this tweet up because it's laughable. He said he wants to win the league in the next. I think it was ten years. I think, I think it was our. I think it was our good friends over at Serious about RL who put it on. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> an ex employer of George. Yeah. Um, so they want to win it. Twenty twenty five. How many teams have actually won Super League? Four. Does anyone know that? Yeah, four. four. So they want to do that by 2025 and only four teams have won Super League. Yeah. Right? Well, they must smart. be pumping some money in. He's a monger. I don't like Derek Bowman. I'm sorry, but he, he slates the French teams being in Super League. And for me, that's the most he, important part. And his biggest argument is they don't bring it. They don't bring anything as, as, as an away team. If you as a club rely on away fans to keep your revenue high, then you're doing fuck all right. He's just very Brexit rugby league, isn't he, really? Yeah. He's 25 is just so aspirational as well. But the thing is, yeah. he's got... They've got about... How many... They've got about 10 NRL, uh, Australian players, haven't they, the minute overseas? Yeah. You're only allowed, is it six you're allowed in Super League? They've got seven. So they're going to have to get rid of half of them. Who are they going to get in then? Just the usual people who rotate... Whoever comes up every year. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Eddie Belty. <laughs> <laughs> the usuals that come up and down every year. Um, Harrison Hansen. Mel to play halfback. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ryan <laughs> Braley. Oh, God. God I, know he's, he's, I know he's killing it at Salford. I know. I mean, he's actually consolidated Super League now, but for a time he was up and down. I know. Yeah, he was. Couldn't get a game, could he? Um, we'll move away from Super League. We'll come back to it later. If we fancy it, uh, and we'll come over to the NRL. Obviously, it's a big round of games. Um, started off on the Thursday night where Manly lost twenty points to ten against the Roosters. Obviously, Manly weren't weren't at full strength. But what do you think of that game, Rob? I, I want to hear what Luke says about this because they were bang average the Roosters against a really weak Manly team. Oh, I, I have to, I have to agree with that one. I was quite disappointed with them. Uh, they got the win, granted, but they should have battered that uh, manly side. And I thought they were pretty disappointing again. I've backed them every week to start making a push for the grand final, but I don't know whether it's going to happen now. I think I'm finally off the hype train. Yeah, I, they should have. They should have battered them. I think credit has to go to Manly. I do think Manly held in. They, they dug in a little bit, but they should have dicked them. I think one of the Bruce's biggest problems is like, who's what's their best span? I don't think they know themselves. The Roosters, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, what was Manu actually doing? Like, yeah. there was time to just all over. I mean, he obviously played well, but I don't think the Roosters know what to do with Manu at the moment because I think for a time he's been quite stuck on was he the, the right side. But like all of a sudden now, since Kerry's come back and he's played that six role, he just seems to be. Floating everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. They're trying the turbo origin type of role, aren't they? And it doesn't seem to be working. I get that, but like Teddy does so much for that Roosters team. Why do you need someone else to do it? Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was going to say that actually. I think Tedesco does that floating around, popping up everywhere sort of thing that Manu's trying to do really well. Um, I think Manu just needs to hold down one position rather than floating around everywhere because you've already got Tedesco to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. They don't know what to do with him. 
and like I think I think they want to put him at six, but then they also like they don't want to get rid of Kiri. So it's like they don't know what to do at all. But long term, I think that's the, that has to be the plan. If you've yeah. got because what's Kiri now pushing thirty one, thirty two, must be right. Yeah, you're long term really. Kiri's got concussion issues and injury issues. I'd be starting to look at moving Marner into the six and moving Kiri on. I don't know. Kiri's still got it in him though. I think he's he always is, concussions though. Your concussions and injuries, you've got to, you've got to figure out your future. And it, and would you risk losing Manu to a team who's going to play that fullback at six to keep Kerry for what, two years? Yeah, but yeah. but you you put Manu at six and you drop Kerry, but then you show you're a stronger side with them both in than one of them in and then a Gildar centre. Are you a stronger side though? If, if there's too many people trying to get hold of the ball? Because Manu's oh. taking touches off Kieran, Kieran's taking touches off Manu, and Teddy's taking touches off everyone because he has about 10 assists. Realistically, on paper, they are a stronger team with both of the team, but the balance looked off at the weekend. And I don't know if that was just because the, the circumstances with the Manly game, like some of the Manly players were up for it or whatever, but it just seemed off, didn't it? And now they've lost Lindsay Collins for the rest of the year, so I think the pack's looking weak now as well. Do you think, um, do you think they underestimated Manly? Do you think they sort of knew they were going to win and didn't go in like fully like... All guns blazing. Well, that's why I think Manu kind of was floating about a lot more. I think he kind of did underestimate us a little bit. Obviously, with the with the like seven people or whatever it was missing, we had four debutants um, playing. I think he he felt like he could float round a little bit more because he underestimated us. Um, I was going to say about Lindsay Collins. Um, I think that. Moving Kerry on might be a bit too early, but putting Manu into that six is probably where should they should go in the future, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in the future, but I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's the right now solution. But, you know, I've been doubtful of Manu at six for, or fullback for a while. I do think... I still, I'm still thinking every week it's like, it's going to work, it's going to click eventually. But what, we're in round 20 now, and it's still not clicked. So, mm. so is it ever? Massive game tomorrow as well against you for them. I know we can't really afford to lose either now because we got lost um, last week. A lot of people, a lot of, well, there's us and the Eels on 26, Rabbitohs on 24, and Roosters on 22. So it's like we're only four points off falling out of the eight. Who else getting... on 22? No, oh, Raiders, but that's not even that's not irrelevant, really, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm starting to come up. We'll get onto the Raiders later. I'm starting to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just back onto Jake's point about whether they underestimate them. To be fair, I think I'd underestimate a team with Seguiero in the team. I know. He must be getting on him now. He played well, though, did he? He played well, though. Yeah, from, right. from what I've seen in the um, in the highlights, he played all right. I think all round, I think DC played uh, played well, it seemed, from the highlights. He did the best with what he had. Some of our defence was pretty poor, especially for that first two-pole try on the, on the edge. They didn't look like they knew what they were doing. But all round, I think we actually... For, for only losing by 10 points under the circumstances is very good. But Jerbo had a good game. He always does. Yeah, he did too. Yeah. He always does. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> you know who did my head in? You, you know, you need your senior players to step up and play well when you've got young lads in the team and what what we had to deal with. Morgan Harper's defence. The first fifteen minutes was all right, and then after that, Jesus Christ! Was it was it the Manu try? Was it the Manu try? It was a decent finish by Manu, but he just he just sat on the floor. 
It was so it was poor tackling attempt. I don't think he's terrible. It's just his defense is terrible. His oh, I think he's shocking. I think Tommy Trebojevic is given this with this man a career. Yeah, <laughs> just like Saab. Yeah, to be fair, how many tries has Saab scored this season? Nowhere near as much. I think he's on like three, and last year he was on like twenty, wasn't he? Do you not remember last year though? It was like his tries when Tommy was in the team was like twenty six, and without Tommy, it was like one. Yeah, he's only, sorry, he scored six this year, which is nowhere near what he scored last year. How many of his tries last year were just like backing up from a uh, from a line break from Tommy? Tommy yeah. last year. Uh, well, well, can we we'll carry on talking about Manly? What do you think about their chances to the eight now? Do you think they're done? I'm 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 interested to see how they go this week. I think mean, with everyone coming back, what will the fan reaction be like? What will the player reaction be like? There must be sort of some sort of divide in that camp because if you're JT Warwick and DCE, you're fuming with those players because they've probably cost you a chance of playing finals. But like we said last week on the pod, this week was definitely a four-point game against the Roosters, obviously, because you're competing against them for the eight. And then in terms of them coming back, you've got there's definitely going to be a bit of a tension, bit of tension in the air um, for that game next week. I think we're at home as well against the Eels, aren't we? And Eels without Moses, um, you never know with the Eels, don't you? We we could come come back, everyone firing, bounce back and do well, but I can't I can't I can't see us making the eight personally. Yeah, I think um, I think you've got to get some credit to the Manly actually for that Roosters performance. They could have got beat by forty, and the team could have crumbled, but they stuck in there. And- for them, for like they said that the Gerbo only met like one of the the winger debutants like a day two days before. That's so you got to give them some credit. And I, I do agree with Jake that the, the playoffs is probably over, but um, still a bit of a bit of like um, praise got to give to them for that performance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, we'll move away from that game. Unless anyone got any final thoughts. No, no. no. Oh, no. no. predictions. We did predictions last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we had the predictions, didn't we, John? Yeah, we do, yeah. We'll get on some later. We'll come on to that one. We'll come on to that one. Um, Warriors and Storm, next game over in New Zealand. Storm winning 24-12. Not, not the best game. I think the biggest talk about is probably the Nelson Solomona incident again on Egan. What do we make of that? Obviously, he's got a fine again from the judiciary. How do we see? What do we think of that tackle? What a piss take that was. How is that? How is he not banned? That was a joke. He said he's had about that. three incidents. Yeah, so he's obviously he's got repeated in- incidents, and then as he's falling down, they've said it's not a ban because his arm came away from his head and then went back onto his head, which to me you can mean you can apply more force. And he broke his, he fractured his teeth, didn't he? Mm, yeah. Teeth. And to me, that's a that's an easy ban for me. They've said not excessive force, haven't they? And I think they've they've tried to take into account that what how big Nelson Asafa Solomona, the biggest player in the league, he's like six foot four or whatever, six foot five, and Wade Egan, was it Wade Egan? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, pretty small, small fella. I think they've taken that into account, like big guy falling on small guy, but you've got to have some force coming down on you to to break your teeth, and using that elbow, it definitely looked intentional. It was definitely intentional. It's such a terrible decision that he's not got. So I'd, I'd have given him 10 in the bin at least and one to two games for that. Pardon the pun. Pardon the pun. I hate <laughs> <laughs> That's a shocking performance. And then there's a, 
a Josh King high tackle. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Could have, could have been another bin and, or a suspension as well. So they've got off so lucky this dawn this week. And I personally thought they were, they were pretty average as well. They're so finished, aren't they? So I finished. thought at one point they could have lost that game. A half time, so, I was thinking. In, in this game, what, that Kosi scored three tries. They didn't convert a single try. If they convert, I know they were all obviously out on the wing. But if you convert, if you convert all them, you convert two of them. What it's eighteen twenty-four. Uh, me and me and Luke will take no uh, resource slander, please. <laughs> well, you didn't kick any goals, so that's some slander for you. But <laughs> you could have been eighteen twenty-four, sixteen twenty-four, and Melbourne kicked a, a penalty goal late on, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. If, if they if they don't get that, if they don't get that penalty, it becomes even closer. I think Melbourne definitely got off lucky this week. What do you think about, obviously, Meany's now off for a little bit. Sorry, Luke, I'll come back to you in a second. Um, and they've moved Munster to fullback. Do you think that's the long-term plan for the Storm? Is that their best attacking, well, way to attack going forward? I think we're shouting to fullback. Yeah, we're to fullback, I think in the game... Yeah, I'm not saying they've named, but fullback, I'm saying uh, you think that is... Oh, yeah, I do. I think putting Munster to one and putting a lob in a, like a steady Cooper Johns in, in the halves would be a better option than playing Wishart for me. Munster, Munster is the key to them doing anything this year. And I think if you give him that roaming role at, at fullback, like what he used to do in his early days, I think that's the, the only way I can see Storm having any threat. And uh, just on that, I've got a question for you, Rob, actually. Um, Go on. I, we've, we've all been pretty disappointed in the Storm recently, haven't we? So as a Raiders fan, say if you get into that eighth spot, where, where are the Storm in terms of who you will look you who you would want to play in the finals because to me they're falling lower and lower they are but as long as they've got Munster Grant oh my god who are the others Munster Grant and Hughes I'd be worried do you know what I mean and we'd most likely be playing them in Melbourne so that's a good point it depends and especially with uh, Brandon Smith coming back as well I mean Papenhaus and the loss is massive but like as long as them three are playing I'd still be worried about playing them in the finals with, Craig, with Bellamy as well yeah, I think, as suppose well you can ask you the same question, Jake, since you never know Manly could get in there. But for me, I'd rather... Do you want to ask me? Say it again. No, I don't <laughs> want to ask you, funny enough, Jod. Okay. Uh, My answer would be, yes, I'd like to play Melbourne if you did want to ask me. <laughs> but yeah, I think from a Broncos fan's perspective, I would rather play the Storm than the Rabbitohs at the minute. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%, 100%. Uh, as we know from last week and the Instagram, po- Instagram post on the story... I uh, I'm back in Rabbitohs to win it. I, I'm gonna have to go with it now, seeing as you you post it to the Instagram. Um, That's yeah, at ten in at ten in the bin on Instagram. Um, I, I Rob said about Harry Grant before and Jerome Hughes. Even though Storm didn't play well, they were still the three best players for Storm. All of them still performed decent, not not amazing, not the heights we know they can hit. But I thought Harry Grant still played really well. He's played they're playing the Titans this week as, as well. And if there's a if there's a side that'll like bring your form back to play against, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be there. So oh, but, but then you know when you're back onto Monster at fullback, I think he finished the game at fullback, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He looked better, he looked, they looked, he looked good. Yeah. I like that. And it's also just little things like for me, like surely you'd want him defending less. You keep him yeah. fresh if he doesn't defend in the line. That's true. I don't think it's something, I think it's something they should probably consider going forward. He's the best six in the game, but you put him at fullback, he probably is one of the best fullbacks in the game. He's that good of a player. 
And I think you just try and keep him as fit as possible. Um, and I don't see what any reason why he couldn't move to fullback. Um, yeah, I'd have to see with Monster. Like, let's see how it goes because he's not played at fullback for a few years, has he? So, yeah, and then just on that game as well, the Warriors again. Do you see? I I seen someone. Um, I seen someone on Twitter about like saying they're a bit worried for the Warriors because you just don't see any direction at the minute. They've got they've got the the only the brightest young player who's coming through. They're not even playing Boltman. Uh, Walsh, Walsh is leaving. Sean Johnson's getting old, and all they've all they've got is a, they've got a decent pack. But other than that, I'm a bit worried for the for the Warriors at the minute. They've not got a lot of they. There's not a lot of hope and promise for the next season either. I know they've signed to my Martin, but yeah. they worry me. Yeah, I think I think they could be pushing a, they could be pushing the Dolphins for a spoon next season. Well, are they going to play Tamari Martin at six then? What play? Dnk at four. Yeah. But then, what, you drop in Voltman again? I was like, why is that bloke gone there if he's not even going to get a look in? Probably thinking the same thing himself. Can Voltman <laughs> play seven? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. I thought he was just an out-and-out running six. But, I mean, they could try it, I guess, what they got to lose. I thought putting Voltman next to SJ would be perfect for a season. Uh-huh. But... but you're playing Harris DeVita, who's off to find himself next year, so I don't get it. <laughs> No. Well, he's injured anyway now, isn't he, Harris DeVita? So he might have no choice but to play him next week. They've got Assi though, haven't they? Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Well, was it, is that his name, Assi? I can't remember. I've seen him at yeah. six this week and he was just like, well, what's the point in playing him? Yeah, I don't get that one. He came from the Cowboys, didn't he? I think they were a mess. Yeah, maybe they just think Boltman isn't quite ready yet. Maybe they give him a pre-season and he comes in next season firing with a with the six jersey on. They may as well just do a tag and loan out all the players to the top teams. I wouldn't want any of them. Their outside backs are terrible. If he's not ready, surely this is the best time to play. The season's done. There's nothing riding on their season. Yeah, yeah, true. Then there's the whole debate of like, could it knock his confidence and all that record progression. True. true. Who's terrible? Who? Adam Pompey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His defence so like, is shocking. Yeah, they like any quality in the outside backs, don't they? Mm. I mean, what tells is like next decent, but beyond them, there's not much for them. Mm. Got no strike out. Well, I thought Toru Harris had a good game. Played full 18 in the middle. Yeah. Getting back yeah. in one of his best. I'm going on paper. They have quite a good pack. They do, they, yeah. just, they just don't have the players around that pack. To They've, lost to They've lost Tavonga for the season, though, haven't they? Mm. That's a big loss yeah, for them. shoulder injury, isn't it? So what yeah. I had high hopes for on that side was that Katoa. I thought a couple of years, like year, like last, I think he was injured last year. When the year before, he showed a bit of something. And at the beginning of the year, he looked, he looked like he could be an all right back rower eventually, but he's just not even going to look in now. No. No. They've got a lot of edges as well. Just, I don't even think they know what they're doing with the pack because they've got a lot of like Bailey Siren and Aiken, yeah, Tahu Harris, Josh Cohen. I don't even think they really know what they're doing with them Mercy. either. Barnett, yeah. Barnett, yeah, what weird, weird, weird. Be interesting to see how we go next year. Sorry, go on. And, then, and then back onto the storm as well. Obviously, they've signed Nofaluma, haven't they? Um, well, yeah, we haven't spoken about that. What, what do you, what do you make of that role? Um, I think it's good for Grant Anderson, so he doesn't have to be on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good for Grant Anderson or good for the storm? Both, I think. I think Grant yeah. Anderson needs to stop embarrassing himself. Well, uh, he's named at centre this week. Is he? Really? <laughs> yeah, that all somehow. 
Was it not Grant Anderson that put that kick over for the try in the game? I'm not sure. He was poor. Yeah, he was poor. He was, he was a kick. Um, but Nofaluma, I mean, I think I found the whole Nofaluma thing a bit weird, actually, to be honest. Like, how have they been allowed to, I don't know, how have they been allowed to sign him so late? Because there's mm-hmm. this debate at the moment, isn't it, that it should be June 30th, the cut-off. I agree, it should be. I think they said they changed it because of COVID last year, which is fair enough. And then I understand in the sense that they might they didn't know what the COVID situation was going to be this, this year, so they left it. But as long as they make sure they change it back next year, I think that's the right way to go because I don't like like the bigger teams just picking up some players from the, the teams that aren't in the A just to have a stronger finals. I don't really agree with it, to be honest. Because I know, I know the deadline's now passed, but what would have stopped? Let's say Clay got sent off a week before them going and signing Dewey or Luke Brooks. Well, the Tigers won't let them, but I mean, if they did. The fact that it's Luke Brooks. Yeah, but they need a seven. Why would they, like, that would help, that would help them massively. They need oh, a seven. No. Wrong, isn't it? Um, Shall we move on to the Parramatta Penrith game? Um, Crazy game, obviously. Well, having the biggest talking. Sorry. Actually, predictions. I'll go, I'll go through the first two games predictions. I have, I have got them now. So we all predicted the Roosters win in the first game, obviously. And then we opened it to the Storm win, so nothing really interesting there. But for the Panthers, Parramatta game... We don't do scores smuggler. anymore, do we? No, we, we went away from scores because it was too hard to judge. I think by come, come the start of next season, we'll have a bit more of a structure in place around Lance Port, prediction points, etc. So we'll have tables going. Uh, we'll, we'll have a full-off season to work that out. Um, but yes, oh, one of us did predict the Parramatta win and that was Rob yeah. so congratulations to Rob for the only person getting a point this week yes mate um, but what a game well I want to say what a game it wasn't actually that interesting a game first 17 minutes were good and then Clear got sent off uh, Clear Red Jake Um, yeah the most Clear Red you've probably seen all season so far it was just silly wasn't it dunks him on his head so silly and then straight after that I think it was a minute later after that tackle Eels went down the other end and scored and you just saw like the life go out of the Panthers players after that yeah definite red wasn't it um, don't know what Cleary was thinking because that tackle's never been allowed and he's not normally one for to be a bit like that but yeah a bit of a brain fart and you, they've lost both the six and seven now do you think this could have an effect on them when they go into the finals or do you think they'll be back and they'll be stronger than ever? Well, we were talking last week about Panthers' dynasty, wasn't we? And whether that could happen, I think that is uh, definitely in jeopardy at the minute, isn't it? You reckon? Mm, if they're back for the finals, I think they'll be all right. They'll be fresh. Yeah, well, clearly he's a five-week holiday in Bali now, isn't he? So. <laughs> 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 I think it will have a slight effect on them in the sense they might come into the finals a bit rusty. Because when's oh, Luai, Luai six weeks away, isn't he? So he's six weeks, first yeah. week of finals. Clear will be back for the finals. So I feel like they could be a bit rusty. But, um, but they can lose the first game, can't they? They can so. lose the first game and they're probably going to get end up winning the rest of it anyway. So it won't matter in the end. Do you know what I think is, I don't know if scary is the right word, is that they still won the second half. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's Paramount step. And I know they lost 34-10, but they were the better team second half by comfortably. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can read too much into that when... Paramount put 30 points on them in, before half time and then we just like took the foot off the gas yeah they shouldn't though that's, that's a chance for you as, like, against your rivals and stuff to kill them yeah. and Moses broke his finger 50 minutes in so I mean I don't know whether that had anything to do with the foot off the gas but true true 
Yeah, I don't want to take too much away from the Eels because I do think it was actually still a good performance. I mean, as when Cleary went off, Panthers were 12-4 down. Um, I think, what, Sivo had just scored off the back of a Moses 40-20. Like, Eels still played really well, like they were going to have to, to have to beat a Panthers side anyway. So They just don't like playing the, the Eels, do they? The Panthers, mm. they seem to lose... A- I mean, recent memory, they seem to have lost that game quite a few times. They've lost three seasons. Yeah, it's a big win for them, that, because they can now afford to lose one, maybe maybe two, probably probably not uh, coming into the finals now, because obviously they've lost Moses, which is a big blow. But the, since they've got that win, they're now four points clear in the, in the eight, which could be, if they'd have lost that, they could have been in some serious trouble. Apparently the Moses injury isn't that bad, though. Two weeks, I seen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've seen that. that. I don't know if it was two weeks or was it four when he was it not the round twenty four? It said I thought it was four weeks. Oh, here's, the, here's a question I want to put forward to you: Who's the bigger loss, Cleary or Moses? Moses, in, for two reasons: one, the place on the ladder that the Eels are in, in yeah. that sense that they need the wins more than the, the Panthers do, and two, the um, the Panthers have. Well, on paper, they shouldn't have, but they have more quality around them. Backups, Jacob uh, Arthur. I hope to God he doesn't get booed, because I'm going to start feeling sorry for the lad now. <laughs> I, thought, I, I can't believe they've played, I can't believe they've played him. I thought they could have moved uh, Gutherson to six, Brown to seven, and played Simonson at fullback. Yeah, but if you've got this talent, well, talent coming through, Who's oh. next best seven? Apparently, according to well, Simonson played a game for Canberra at fullback last season before Savage came because he got he played he got injured and Savage came in and he got injured. But Simonson had a good game at fullback for Canberra, and then yeah, an option. He's better than I mean. They could have gone even more old though. They could have gone Brown at seven and take Madison back to his West Tigers days and play him at six. Oh God! <laughs> Bit of a big boy for six, isn't he? He's a big boy now. It's in his arms. Let him strangle me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Eels, I think I've seen the Eels have got a pretty tough running as well. Yeah, they have. Without Moses, and that's where I think Moses is the bigger loss in the sense of that the Panthers can take a few games off. They probably, and the, they can, they don't need to win two more, I think, to win the minor premiership, while the Eels probably have to win out. And that's a worrying sign without your best player, Rob. So say, so say it is four weeks like they're saying now, right? So they've got Manly this week without Moses, they'll probably lose. They've got the Rabbitohs the week after without Moses, they'll probably lose that. Yeah. Then then they play the Dogs, which they could win. Could they win that without Moses? Probably. And then round 24, they play um, the Broncos. So they could lose three or four of them. And that, drop, that could drop them out of the eight. That mm-hmm. could drop them out of the eight. It'd be a, it, they could do well for you this week, Rob, and get a win. Uh, Manly get a win against the Eels, wouldn't it? That'd do well for you. That would do well. And then they play Storm in the last game, so even if Moses is back for the Storm game, yeah, like... But you have got Pen. Oh, no, you got Pen without Cleary, so... That's what I mean. And Luai. If you don't win that, then you don't even deserve to be in the eight. Well, I think that's a bit no. harsh. I don't know. I don't know. They're still, <laughs> still a very good team, Luke. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I know they've, they've coped in previous weeks with losing one, but they haven't had both. Sure, yeah, they lost both last off. season, didn't they? At one point, yeah. I swear. Was yeah, that Origin the, time? Yeah, Origin, they lost both games. Oh, yeah, true. That's when Burton came through, wasn't it? And they got, yeah, we've heard of Burton as well. 
but when they lose, when they lost Luai and Cleary for Origin last year, you lose all the other Origin players. Like this, right now, it's just Luai and Cleary. Luai had an injury last year, though, didn't he? Luai was mm-hmm. injured at one point. I and then Cleary did his shoulder, didn't he? So I think they did yeah. miss both anyway. But yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's interesting how both teams go. I, I think I think Perro will be all right. I think they'll become minors, but I, I do honestly worry for Paramount. I really, really worry for Paramount. But I wouldn't, if Moses wasn't out, I wouldn't worry about him at all. No, 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 not at all, but with Moses out. Well, it just shows what they can do. They played well as well on um, yeah. Saturday. And so Moses, I, sorry, I was thinking about Moses. I don't think he could have played through a broken thing. This was exactly what I was going to say. You think, can you just bandage that up? He's having surgery on it, isn't he? It must be bad. Yeah, it's got to be a bad one. I've seen people play through worse. I think we've all seen people play through worse. But he, he, he bossed them around the pitch a lot, didn't he? Today, oh, reminds me of when like, a certain someone on this podcast broke the finger and was out for about nine months. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> Don't even lie. Basketball in PE. It was not nine months. That was awful. His finger was at ninety degrees. Yeah, it wasn't nice. <laughs> oh, it was grim. Didn't he just put a brace in it though, Moses? Just like a little finger brace. Oh. Yeah, I've seen that one that Alex used to have that used to just like proper tape. <laughs> had a, it's a finger. <laughs> yeah, he snapped his tendon in his finger, didn't he? He just had a one finger. He's the fuck out of you with that thing. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, any final thoughts on the Eels Panthers game? Good start, a good game after Luke Slayton in last week. I know. Sorry. Dylan, that's another point of the year. Dylan Brown needs to step up in this when Moses is going. Well, I think Dylan Brown's on a good year, and I think this is you. You now find out how good he actually is. Yeah, Dylan Brown. Mm. I thought creatively against the Panthers was good. Yeah, very good. I, to be fair to him, he had a good game that game. But I thought for the past month before that, he's been quite quiet. Him I think for last like mm. month and a bit, to be honest. Yeah. So if he he needs to step up now that Moses is gone, big time. Him and Gufferson. Moses. Dylan Brown's played with Jacob Arthur last season as well, hasn't he? I think Moses was out for a spell last year and that didn't go well. I, I mean, I'm just... Yeah. I, did I don't you see think what it um, go, the guru said about yeah, Jacob Arthur? No. You know at the beginning of the year where they moved it, uh, Dylan Brown to centre and played Arthur in the arse and everyone was kicking off? Maybe now it might show dividends because... Why well, he was shy? He's got, yeah, but he's had a bit more game experience at least. I don't see, I, I don't see any sort of a play. Wait a minute. You could put me at seven for five games on the sixth game. I'm not going to be any better. <laughs> yeah, but he's got more. If you games. haven't got it, you haven't. You haven't got it. You haven't got it. And he I see what you mean. The combination is more. I think we're being overly harsh on Jacob Arthur. We don't know if he's actually terrible. I don't think we are. I've seen him play about ten games now, and I ain't he is poor. I wouldn't boo. Not so poor that I boo him, but so poor that I see that Feverston is so harsh. That's so harsh. You know what? I'm got, I'm backing Jacob Arthur and he's scoring against Manly this week. There's my pick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, if you lose to Jacob Arthur's dealers, James. Right. I'm not saying the um, win, but Jacob Arthur will score. Rob, get ready to clip that up and put it on the Instagram, please. Play one more time just for the clips. Jacob Arthur will score against Manly this week. <laughs> you know what else he'll do? He'll do that as well. He'll put a cup in here. Fucking <laughs> to his own fans to his dad yeah. <laughs> right um, we'll move on then Titans Raiders um, Raiders winning 36 points to 24 Rob do you want to take this one it was I watched this game it was so easy again Titans 
the final result looks like it was close. This game was never close, George. We absolutely battered you. We'd score a couple and you'd score one and make it a bit close, but we just battered you. Um, Tarp and Hudson Young again, two of the uh, big names on our team. And Jack White had a good game again as well. Uh, no comment from me on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't So You had a front hook to him, yeah. We are shit. Um, I thought Hudson Young did have a really good game, actually. I think he's having a good season. He's going to come out a lot this year. Uh, I just think we just look out of sorts. We haven't got a set spine. We haven't got... It's just poor. There's no there's no excuse for it. Um, I do think Raiders play well. Though. I do think Jack White had a really good game, actually. Um, I, I agree with you there. Jack White is a one player I picked out, standout player. I thought he played really well, bossed Canberra around the pitch. And then Hudson Young, I thought, was unreal. Them two flick passes for that try. It's a proper rugby, really, wasn't it? That's, well, that's what you get when you get Patrick Herbert defending on an edge. That's why. Yeah, that's true, actually. That was a class try as well, that way. It kind of went, I think, White and broke through, then yeah. went towards flicked out to Sebastian Chris. No, it was Kotrick, wasn't it? But that was a good try. Uh, to be the devil's advocate, yeah, it was a good win, Rob. But you can see 24 points against the Titans. We did. Well, I mean, one of, them, one of them tries came with like three seconds remaining when the game was yeah. gone. But the against Titans trying the best. Yeah, and, I, I thought though. You you say you absolutely battered them, and you may have you may have done actually in the game if you're watching it. But you, they, Titans were still in with a chance up until 15 minutes to go. I'd say I wasn't in that game, and I never once in that game thought, "Fucking hell, we might lose this." I mean, they got no. Hey, if Jaden Campbell starts that game, we win. No, but if you're if you're playing a decent oh. team there and you're letting them in that much, they're going to take advantage more than the Titans did. You're lucky you scored them two tries in the last 15 minutes. It was 36-18 because they scored and with like three seconds you know left. What, when I think about it, if you lose, if you beat the Titans by only 12 points, you basically lost. <laughs> so that's true. You should get two points taken off. And what also, the mentality that is wrong. The only way the Titans can score as well is from a kick on the last tackle. <laughs> a little grubber. Short kick. Short kick. <laughs> that's all they've got. Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I also no. think it's interesting to look at the Titans team next week. I know we'll get on to the predictions of that next week. They've mixed it up again. Don't it'll enjoy <laughs> this. Why is Greg Marsy at 14? Why? Why is Patrick <laughs> Herbert still on the pissing wing? <laughs> <laughs> it makes no but he's just, not even a good centre. Never um, mind a good wing. Oh, don't get me started. I was just saying it in terms of the spine. They've, they've dropped, have they dropped Sexton this week? They have, haven't they? It's not, yeah, yeah. They, have, they have, haven't they? But, but to be fair to Hall, but like, he may as well now. He may as well test different combinations and see what's going to work. Because Sexton's well, not the, playing great. The coach next season, because he's not going to be there. Yeah. But at least Campbell's just... back in the starting side. And they've got Brimo and Campbell in, which is, if they can yeah. make that work for next year anyway. Yeah. Tino I, as well, absolutely stat-padded Tino. Yeah. Whatever. He made a line break <laughs> with about five seconds to go and broke about eight tackles. And it made and everyone goes, oh, he's had a good game, but I mean, he didn't do much. Yeah. <laughs> good player, though. One person who did have a good game for uh, Titans, I'm going to shout out because uh, he's uh, in my fantasy name. And it, it, the name's changed about five times this year, but both of them ripped through <laughs> you a couple of times, didn't he? Oh, what an average player. That made no sense, actually. This is, I think I mentioned it to you after the game. Obviously, I've got Fafita in the fantasy team, so I kind of watch it that a bit more when I'm like get on the ball. He was on the left. He was on the sorry. He was on the he was on the left side in the first half, was he? And they kept going right, and then at half time they moved into the right, and they kept going left. 
Because yeah, you know where Evan Furmore is. You got you got the joy of watching um, a Titans game, didn't you? Rob? this you've not watched. Many yeah, games. I know. I've not watched many Titans. You got, games. you got the joy of watching that. It's fun, isn't it? It's good to watch. But he actually made a point of moving Fafita to the other edge and still didn't give him any ball. You know what why? Think... That's because they had Tanner Boyd in the halves. Yeah, yeah I was what I was about to say. Is that on Holbrook? Because if you've moved, is it in, if you swapped an edge? Is that Holbrook's decision and they're still not giving them the ball? I don't, I don't really know. I don't know how much more Holbrook can do if you're not giving the main man the ball. But, but even he's he's too lazy for me to feed it. Yeah, I agree. He walks around. They make a line break and he walks. <sighs> Jack, I just don't think his heart and his head's in it with the Titans yeah. that he's just there for the money. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what Fafita does in the next couple of years because... I a paycheck. I know, because last year he was like one of the best talents in the NRL and now he's making a bit of a mockery of himself. But now. I think last year, not to, the, not to the center of the team, but he was doing what Nana's doing this year. Mm. I just about to say, though, David Fafita last season was the best edge in the competition. Mm. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, so Rob, um, who would you say your standout performers are from this game then? You mentioned oh, easily. Joey Tarpane, Hudson Young, Jack Lyon. Tarpane, I think. What, did he get just under 200 metres? And yeah, he was, off, he, was, he was off for 10 in the bin as well. He scored a try, line break, 29 tackles, 13 tackle breaks. He missed two, off four offloads, turnover, 172 metres. That's a shift, that. Yeah. Against us, though, it's like running against kids. He got a simbin though for that little fucking horrible cunt. What's his name? Aaron Booth. That was a, that was a bad tackle. I'd like that, to what was he that doing? Actually. I'd punch him for that. They need to get this out of the game. That shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to go in. Or if they you do. should, you can only like you've got to figure out a way to get out of the game. Like obviously we've got the Pat Carrigan one that we'll talk about later as well. But they've just got to get these sort of tackles out of the game. And did, 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 am I right? And Booth hasn't even got suspended or anything for that. No, nothing. I think he got cited. That was it. That's poor. They need to. They need to make a like um. What's the word? They need to make a rule. Banning for more. Banning for more to make a point is what I'm trying to say. Do you not think he should have got ten in the bin though, as well as Tarpane? Yeah. It was an awful tackle. I didn't yeah. even see the punch to be honest because they didn't show it. They just showed him picking up the one hand. Yeah, it was it was awful. But he won't blame for us next year. He's going to get Sam Darrell, so it's all good. Another one of that, George. Actually, it's interesting to talk about rumors at the minute. Ben Hunt. I'd say that. Ben Hunt and Foran, I would take that every day of the week. But then who's dropping out again? Texan. Yeah, I know. Crimson. Campbell. Ooh, I'd say Campbell. So you're dropping Campbell, which is fair enough. I'd probably, just off experience, I'd probably would drop Crimson, but Campbell is the better talent. I'd drop Campbell, and then what, you're going to get two seasons out of Foran, play Campbell at 14 or even on the wing for a couple of years. And then you bring Campbell to 14 with Brimson back to six. Campbell can't play on the wing. Campbell cannot play on the wing. I'd go as far as saying... Well, well wait, wait, wait. We, you, we have Philip Sarmi, Patrick Herbert and Jermaine Asago. Anyone can play on the wing for us. Fafita. <laughs> you can play Fafita. Mars, you on the wing. That's the logical thing to do. Yeah. You, you have all them, George. And uh, Greg Marge at 14 is up. <laughs> so what, the, the worst thing is, Greg Marge is our best outside back. I don't get it. I just don't get it. He's by far our best outside back. Well, to, to me, that then Ben Hunt rumours, whether they may be true or not, would indicate that Fafita is going to be moved on because you can't afford both. I wouldn't mind Fafita moving on. But it's going to be interesting like, where is he going to end up? He's going to also, coming, on, on. coming on to what we said last week as well, we were just disputing whether the Fogarty thing was Holbrook's decision. Holbrook has admitted, hasn't he, that he made a mistake. I can't defend him anymore. I think he's having his other job. I think he's having his season now. 
I respect him for admitting that, but why isn't he admit that at the beginning of the season? Like, weeks ago. He's been trying what? to play it off for ages, and now he's thought, oh, yeah, it was my fault. Do you know what I found quite weird about all the, that whole thing as well is um, when Fogarty joined the Titans, he was told from day one that Sexton's going to be the halfback going, like, he is the future. Well, that's a really weird thing to say. Like, yeah. I get that you've got a young lad coming through, you've invested a lot of time, but what if Fogarty just went and killed it? Won Dally M of the Year three years in a row. Like, how does that go? Say that, do you? Like, just, that's just a very weird thing to say. Like, how can someone invest in your club and, and fully if they know that really, like, you're not investing in them? Yeah. I just think that's just, I think that's just top to bottom. That's not just Hull, but that's Malmeninger, that's everyone at the club. Just, so the same seems rotten to the core. Um, but yeah. Moving away from that quickly. But I think. But I think oh, sorry, be... actually, Rob, you can speak a bit about the Raiders and the chances. No, of sorry, just going to finish with the Titans as well. Like, I just think it'd oh. be weird to to bring Ben Hunt in. Like, how old Ben Hunt? What? And so you play Ben Hunt and Foreign. So, like, how many years are you getting out of them? Two. Two. That's what yeah, I mean. But you get two years out of them. You, you filter in Sexton and Campbell when you can, and then there's just a bit more experience, a bit more wiser. I think playing four and with Sexton is better because then he can learn off like more experience instead of having two really experienced halves because Sexton won't get any game time with both of them. I get that, but if you get the chance to sign Ben Hunt, you're not saying no. Yeah, but what, what, what's the goal with signing Ben Hunt? Because you're not going to win a con. Well, if, if you, you've got two rumours at the minute, you've got Verrills and Hunt, do you, do you play if both of them coming in and to play? You don't have both of them coming in. Say you only go for one of them, but you're you're interested in both and you play Ben Hunt at nine. Hey, that's not a bad shot, Ben. Isn't yeah, that? I don't know. Um, that's not the worst shout. I don't think no. he'd go to play nine though. Yeah, like he wouldn't sign to play nine. Yeah, depends what money they're offering. So if you say if you if they do offload for Fita. Or you could do wait, oh sorry, or you could do it where you play Ben Hunt seven, Sexton fourteen, then you move when you bring Sexton on I don't know, I'm just spitballing here and you put Ben Hunt to nine and move Sexton to seven. Good do yeah, it's a bit disruptive, isn't it? It is a bit disruptive. Ben Hunt can do it. Less disruptive than it is at the minute. Yeah. And then and then do you think we're gonna make the eight? No. But not because I don't like you, I just don't think you can. I just think there's seeds but, but if we beat Penrith this week. And then we've got the Knights and who else have we got to play? In a serious note here, Rob, I don't want to get some predictions later. How do you fancy your chances against the Penrith? Pretty, pretty well. Yeah. But if we beat the Tigers, Knights, I mean, get a win against Penrith, that's three or five wins. True. True. I'm getting worried. I am. Um, I, can't, I can't admit, I can't lie. I'm getting worried the Raiders could, fall, could slip into the eight. It's not about how good we are. It's not about how, like, whether you think we deserve it or whatever. You've got to look at the fixtures. We have a nice running. Yeah, it's what you want. Here's yeah, you're you really want. backtracking now, aren't you, Luke? You was back in Sydney a couple of weeks ago, and now all of a sudden you're worried about Raiders. Yeah, I am. No, I admit that we've been disappointed. I've been disappointed with the Roosters recently. I've backed them all year, and they just haven't really kicked on. And the Raiders are kicking on. They've got the more favourable fixtures, and it is worrying me. But hopefully, fingers crossed, Roosters still game. Another thing about the Raiders. Won seven of the last nine. I played right time. Mm. So I think Fogarty's help for Whiten. Definitely, yeah. Having like an organised seven next to him. Whiten can just like do what he wants at the moment. He just he looks quality as well. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've got. We're making eight, boys. I said it last week. We'll say it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, we'll move on. We'll move on to uh, Sharkies versus the Rabbitohs. Game of the round. Ooh, I reckon the next game's game of the round, but anyway. Um, bollocks. This is game of the round, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sharkies winning 21-20 in Golden Point. Nico Hines dropping a drop Kicking a drop goal, dropping a drop goal, kicking <laughs> a drop goal. Um, after a few missed attempts from Latrell Mitchell and Matt Moylan, uh, I think we need to start. I'll come to you, Luke. Nico Hines, has he been the sign of the season so far? He's second. He's definitely second behind Adam Reynolds, obviously. That's um, such bollocks. <laughs> I should not have come to you first, though. Oh, come on. It's close. Between them, no, it isn't. Oh, come on, Rob. The effect that Reynolds has had on the no, Broncos this year. Stop. We we were rock bottom last year or second to bottom. Uh, that's fair, actually. I just think that I could see the Sharks win the Premiership, I couldn't see the Broncos winning it. Yeah, I agree. So, just I thought this was an un- unbelievable game, and it, you, you never know that could be a grand final. Is that good? That could they the could be grand final. if Jake got his way, it would be. Yeah, yeah. I'd take it as a grand final 100%. On Nico Hines, you've got to give him so much credit. He's been unbelievable this year. He's, he didn't even play seven... He played fullback when he came in for the Storm last year. And before that, I don't even, even heard of him. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? And now he's arguably the, the best seven this year. He's going to win Dalian. Yeah, he's probably going to win Dalian. I wouldn't be... Yeah, I can't, I, can't I can't see past him. Dragons aren't winning enough, game, enough games for Benelton to, to get three points every week. Whereas Nico's getting at least yeah. two a week. When they're winning, they, they really they, they, I don't know about well, we we talked about this in the podcast probably about a month ago now, but they had that dip and everyone's getting worried about the sharks and we and we said on the podcast like everyone has a dip they'll be back they'll be fine and sharks are dangerous now the, yeah I know they've lost Will Will Kennedy which I know he's not an unbelievable player but you don't know how that's going to disrupt the team with whoever comes in I can't what's his name who's coming Kay Dykes is it Kay Dykes isn't he isn't he meant to be pretty good. Meant to be highly rated. The the Dolphins and the who was it? The Dolphins and the Bulldogs want him to be their starting fullback next season. Yeah, has he re-signed with the Sharks now? But he's re-signed with the Sharks. Yeah, yeah, two years, two year deal. But that was um, I I thought it was a quality game. I really enjoyed watching that one. Yeah, just two quality teams going out, wasn't it? Um, I don't think the Kennedy things. Sorry, I don't think the Kennedy things very big at all. I think he's shite. Yeah, honestly, I actually what did he do? But I don't think he's flashy football, but I think he's he's very solid. That's another word for his shit. Well, I don't know. I think he's I mean, he's completely what you want. If you've got... He's good on uh, the high ball. He's a good defender. Like, I don't know what more you really want from him. Did anyone yeah. see the tackle on him that made him get injured? No, so I didn't. He, no. A drop tackle, and I didn't get sighted when we yeah. move on to the next game. Needs to go out the game, doesn't it? It does. It's a horrible tackle. Needs to go out the game. Um... I kind of made round one why the Sharks will give him give Matt Mullen two attempts at a drop goal when they have Nico Hines in the team. I know. Strange that one. But I don't can't get my head around that one. And then obviously Latrell had three chances to win the game, but big bottle job Latrell, he's still in the hype train, Rob. I, I love the guy at the moment, but I, I should have put Lionel over, shouldn't he? Sure but you have three chances as well. Yeah, he scuffed he, he hit them all the same as well, wasn't it? Like he scuffed it out like like a slight to the left. Yeah. He got Shit. lucky on that. Um on that kick at goal as well, didn't he? Off the post and in. His kicking yeah. was a bit... Uh, that was right in front as well. Yeah, right in front. His kicking was a bit shabby, wasn't it? It's not what you need from a team that's going to win the comp, isn't it, Jake? <laughs> they are. I still, I still back him. Still back him. Latrell back. He might have had a bit of a shock today with the boot, but 
He didn't have a bad game well. all round. No. To, to me, these are the two most dangerous sides in the comp at the minute. I would do not want to play either of them. No. Not the Cowboys. No, fuck the, the Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. Cowboys played well this Cowboys week. Cowboys played really uh, well. They played they were poor against the Tigers. So I think the other two are more Joe, Joe was even worse against the Tigers. Brisbane. Uh, yeah, we know. We'll come, we'll come to that in a minute anyway. If I, I was that. the... If I, just if I was the Raiders or whatever and I had to pick a team to play in the finals out of South Cronulla and Cowboys, I'd pick Cowboys all day. That's crazy. I think that's just... I agree, but I think we're just thinking about what the Cowboys have been in the past few years. I don't think... They, I mean, the Cowboys had a good game this week, but for the first half, they were like... Mm. Just back onto this game then. I thought uh, McKinney's had a really good game. Yeah. Like not far off the full game at 13 I thought he was quality and then over to the Rabbitohs had Tavita Tola yeah that was a good game quality game for him and obviously you've got Cam Murray who's just I was going to say when are you going to mention Cam Murray best loose in the comp in my opinion at the not minute, Isaiah at the minute he's in better form than Isaiah is yeah he is he is at the minute the past couple of games better form than you um, on that game as well um, Burgess at the end, just a tight, <laughs> just a tired arm. That or what was that, that, was that? that was terrible. You that. Like, that. like, like Burgess is a good player, but when he's tired, he's a donkey. Like, he dropped the ball coming out their own end, and then he makes a break. I was like, Where's this come from? He might, maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. And then he goes with that awful clothesline, dude. <laughs> Like a wrestling move on him, right? Was, Ronaldo. You can, tell, you can tell when he's tired and he just looks like a donkey. Don't I don't know how he's good. Someone, one of the, someone said, was that a red? Well, I don't what? know if it was one of you. Someone in the chat. I was like, yes, that's a red. Yeah, it was a red. <laughs> You'd see that from Logan Paul in the WWE at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what else? I thought had a good, quietly, sorry, Rob, quietly had a good game. Um, Andrew Fafita. That was oh, Andrew Fafita. Andrew Fafita of old. Rolling back the years. Yeah, big didn't I thought you were uh, you were all a bit harsh not giving Toby Rudolph a shout out. Yeah, yeah. Played sixty Please. minutes and he made fifty-one tackles. It's good, it's good. How many did he miss? Three. It's not a bad stint, Matt. Not I a think, bad stint. I think both teams. I think the Rabbitohs especially shouldn't be disheartened from this loss because I think both of them played really well and I've been looking positively at both of them off the back of that game. Oh, and I you know I just want to, I, I would too. And you know who else I think needs to get a mention? Uh, Alex Johnson. He's now moved on to 10th in the all time try scoring list. I know I, I bring him up every week, but yeah, I know he's, I, Rob, you're rolling your eyes. He always does his score tries. You've got to be in the right place to do it. He's also an unreal finisher. Like, he's yeah. still got to score him. His finishing's class. He's not Jacob Carras, though, is he, boy? So, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come on to that one. We'll come on to that one. Um, but yeah, good game. Good game. I think we'll move on to what the game I think Luke's looking forward to covering the most now, which is Broncos, Tigers, Tigers getting revenge in Queensland, winning 32. Oh, sorry, Jod. Okay, go on. Uh, I think Luke deserves a bit of credit for the prediction on that last one. Oh, he did. He does. He, Luke did oh, yeah. predict the Sharks. Apologise. Oh, and also the Titans were in the game. I was the only one who predicted the Titans win, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, you need to give up with that. But... We are moving on to the Brisbane game, which I got laughed at last week when I said that the Tigers were going to win this game. I predicted the revenge game. I've seen it coming. So I'll just take your apologies now whenever you're ready, bud. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure... This week. 
Apart from Jake. I'm pretty, <laughs> yeah. I had a bit of a shocker. I was looking at all these scores and thinking, wow, I've not done well. But um, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I predicted Broncos to win heavily in this one. Uh, 48 4, yeah. Yeah. I think you only got four games out of eight the games this week, Jake. Yeah, I, I had a shocker. Luke, what's going on, lads? The shambles of a game that, honestly, that's the worst we've played in all season. We did, just didn't turn up from the start of the game. We were, were sl- so sloppy in, in defence. We gave away so many penalties that our ball control was awful. And then just even the little things that I thought annoyed me during the game with our forward rotation, I thought the Tigers were getting on top in a spell towards the end of the first half, beginning of the second half. And we still had forwards that we hadn't bring, brought off the bench yet. We kept carrying and pass out for ages. That Keenan Palacier played 10 minutes. He was about to say that he came on last 10, didn't he? Corey Jensen yeah. didn't play Has played 70, didn't he? It's just like, I get that Pass is probably, in my opinion, is the best prop in the comp. But you've got to rotate him to still make him have the impact that he has. I thought, I don't like, and I really, really like Flegler, but I don't like him starting. Corey Jensen is a solid start who lays the foundation and bring Flegler's impact off the bench. But to Corey Jensen brings nothing off the bench. Flegler has that impact, and I just don't get, I don't like how we're doing that at all. And I just thought we didn't turn up from the get go on that game. I thought you were going to win this game though when it was getting to 60 minutes. I think the I think the Reynolds HIA changed it quite a bit. Yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we said when we watched it, we were waiting for the Broncos to take over and win this game, and we just never stepped up. I don't know, I don't know what your opinion is. I don't think it is a yellow or anything myself, but I thought Adam Dewey had a really good game, but he 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 did need Reynolds in the head. Like, I know Reynolds didn't jump, but is there anything in that, do you think? Mm, no, because he was jumping for the ball, wasn't he? Yeah, he, 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 he was, was quite ball. clearly. Was, was it just wrong place, wrong time for Reynolds sort of thing? You know he what? was he quite clearly going up for the ball, wasn't he? What? He should have got a sim for picking up that injured player. Did he Did he pick him up? He was in it. He lifted well, him, didn't he? Who was it? Sorry, we, talked about this. we talked about this during the game because of how frustrated we were about Metaltia. I don't know if you remember that. Reynolds actually went off for a HIA. Fucking Daniel Levi played the ball and carried on. Yeah. And the point, your point about, I, I never even once thought in the game it was a yellow, but your point about him jumping his look, eyes on the ball the whole time. Do you not see the Nick Meany injury again for the Storm when he got injured? They both What's had their eyes on the ball the whole time. That could, that was given a penalty. So another True. bit of consistency. I mean, Reynolds doesn't jump for the ball, so I don't really know where he's going to go, but he still has just, he's fully flying needs someone in the end. Yeah, we were just a like, shambles. And I think you've got to give Tigers a lot of credit. I think we need to give Adam Dewey a lot of credit. Adam Dewey was unreal. I he's do think we need so to give Adam good. Dewey a lot of credit. He was. He was. He's been so good since he's come back. Like, unbelievably good. They have to keep hold of him. They do. Him, I, him and Hastings would be my my house partnership next season. Jock well, Madden and... Do you not think Jock Madden actually played well? I thought he did, yeah. Yeah, I thought Jock Madden, Jock Madden played really well. I think the one we've got to talk about is this is this Carrigan suspension. What do we think of it, boys? I think he's fair. I think he should get yeah. 10 games, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you joking here, Rob, or not. No, I mean, I mean, if uh, Hastings out for the season and his hip dropped him and broke his ankle, then he get as long. And it's like you get out of the game. You just bat him for as long as the person he does out for. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's absolutely disgusting and just typical of what he is, to be honest. I think he should have the Wally Lewis thing off him. <laughs> no, so I, I actually do think Carrigan got let off lightly. I thought they should have made a, another point about Carrigan. I thought he deserved five to six. So I thought he got off lightly. 
which is good for the Broncos. But I hate this whole, let's see how injured he is so to determine the ban. I, I think it's, regardless of how injured Hastings gets, you should look at the tackle for the tackle. And the tackle for right? If Hastings walked off with just a sprained ankle, you think Carrigan would have got two games or one game? Yeah, it probably would have been. It shouldn't which have is wrong. It, it should be wrong. the same. It annoys me. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to end someone's season for you to get a big ban. Which yeah, but then it, it also leads to players going down and pretending they're injured when they're not, just to make sure that the the, the, um, the band's longer and stuff. It doesn't. Danny Levi from our side. Exactly. Yeah, Danny Levi, the little rat, said then, it the other week. I you in Saint Helens, you get. Yeah, said it the other week. Rob apologised to him. I'm not having no apologies, right? No, but, but I I agree with that one as well because. You shouldn't be looking at Danny Levi not being injured for the picking up of Sterling Vitality. I think you've got to be, you can't look at how injured the player is. Yeah, true. But regardless, with the Sioni one, the penalty and the, the ban is for picking up of an injured player. The player is not injured. You've not picked up an injured player. At the time Sioni picked him up, he could have thought he, he, thought he, could, have been, he could have been injured. But he, he quite obviously has done nothing. Did you not then bring in something for players play acting to do to get the the ban longer or to to do anything like that? No, well, my point is when he when Sioni picked him up, Sioni thought he was injured, so he shouldn't have done it. Oh no, I agree with that. So he, he could have he could have been injured when Sioni did it. Yeah. But then after the fact, after the game, it should have been looked at that Levi wasn't injured. He was probably maybe playing up to the referee referee a little bit, and then it should have been taken into account when looking at Sioni's ban. No, yeah, I so don't disagree. Don't disagree with the red, but disagree with the length of the bar. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't? I think that's got to be taken out of the game as well. Don't touch him if someone's down injured. Why would you ever pick him up? No, well, you, you just, shouldn't. Well, you've just calmed out yourself, then because yeah. you just said I want people to stop play acting. Yeah. No, but no, but my whole it, point. And you only picked him up because he knew he was play acting. My whole point about the Carrigan was that the severity of the injury shouldn't determine the ban. No, I get that, but then you mentioned you just mentioned play acting, then you need to get play acting out of the out of the game yeah. but yes. with, with, with you saying there the rule is don't pick up an injured player I agree with you that Sioni if at the time didn't know whether he was seriously injured or not should not have picked him up he should have got a red but then it should have been taken into account afterwards that he wasn't actually injured and he could have been playing up to the referee and his ban should have, shouldn't have been as long as it, it, it has been I don't know. We're digressing anyway. Anyway, anyway, we'll move, we'll move, we'll move back onto this game. Um, so, obviously, Hayson's season is now done. First season back in the NRL. How do, think, how do we think he's gone? Average. Better than yeah. I think. Better yeah. Than no. uh, yeah, I think better than I thought he'd do. Especially in the season he's in. Up and down, to be fair. I do agree with that. Could you see him? Is, do you reckon he'll stay at the Tigers or would you reckon he'll get a move away? I was in my go the Knights, but I don't think he will. He better. <laughs> I'd rather Sorry. stay at the Tigers to be honest would you? go to the Knights really? yeah the Knights are a half combination away from being a miles better side than the Tigers I think the Knights have got a good pack to build on and I'd, I'd rather be at the Knights what about you who would you rather be at? Mm. Oh, anywhere where Ponga's not so probably worst <laughs> the, Knight, the Knights are a Ponga injury away from crumbling every season yeah. The Broncos are a Reynolds injury away from crumbling this season. Yeah, Hey, hang on. We won't back to back games without Reynolds, so. Yeah, Reynolds. I think that's how. Pong was like, they are terrible, the Knights. They are terrible. Should we move we'll on to them? Do we we'll move get... on to them? Do you want to wait uh, Luke, do you want 
Luke, do you have anything you want to final words on the Broncos saga again? Uh, one one thing I do actually is just I'm now looking at the teams below us more after that loss, which is, we shouldn't have. We should have had that win. I'll be on 28. I know we've had to think about falling out of the eight, but now I'm starting to look behind us and think we need a win. We really could do with beating the Roosters this weekend. I'm not confident. No, you'll be all right. Sorry, how do you think Tessie did, Luke? <laughs> I don't know the good game, did But I'm still standing by that rather than Walsh. Would you rather have Tessie? No, I think I'd rather have Walsh, but Tessie, he's, he's becoming hard not to pick, isn't he? Like He's played yeah. well for like three weeks in a row now. Whatever you do, though, don't let Walsh kick. <laughs> It'll be bad for tomorrow, man, because he's not going to get back in. No. He's Release him early to the Warriors. What do we gain from that? Because if we get an injury, we need him. What do the Warriors gain as well? The season's over. Yeah, I yeah, true. Gain a bit of experience for him at their team, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Go, Rob. I'll let you take this night's Bulldogs game. Uh, Bulldogs win 24-10. We all predicted the Bulldogs win as well. This was easy for the Bulldogs this hour, wasn't it? The Knights are shocking, like I just said, but... Um, I thought they played really well. Addo Carr might be the most influential winger ever seen in my life. <laughs> and um, Karaz. <laughs> Their outside backs went crazy, didn't they? Yeah, the wingers starred, didn't they? The big fuck you to the Knights because apparently they let him go. Yeah, it's hilarious, isn't it? They let some talent go the Knights, haven't they? You've got to think, like, Tarpany was there, Karaz was there. Sioni Matawi was the like they've let some serious serious time go with that club. And you've got to look at the Bulldogs. Are they? Is it confirmed that they've got that Corral Seraldo? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think it is. You've got to look at it. He's, he's, he's winning again. Potter, have you got to give Potter the gig? I would. They've, um, haven't they signed that Franklin Pele as well from Granada? Yeah, they have. They have. The yeah. only thing about Potter is, have you, are you? Are you going to risk missing out on apparently the next generational coach to have Potter for a year or two? Sure, what happens was the next if he... generational coach, though, wasn't he? <laughs> what? what happens if he comes in? He's shy, though. I know. It's a gamble, isn't it? But I mean, I've given Bulldogs some shit on this podcast, but I wish they'd stop fucking winning. I'm winning they well. They look good. Yeah, but have you seen? Right, the last three wins, what they've been against: Gold Coast, Knights, and Wests. What's your point? Bit of a hype train going on. Yeah, but like you when think the last you think, three wins. You think they pushed they pushed South Sydney. Good point, to, Jake. You, you make a good <laughs> point, but like look yeah. at the tough games they've had, Jake. They pushed South right to the last minute, right where yeah. they had to sc- score a last minute try. The Sharks game was close as fuck, and they put thirty six points on the Eels. Boom. The Eels are the Eels, and yeah, pushing them close, but they still lost. I I, I agree that it. That it it's been what clicking a, a lot more recently for the Bulldogs, but it is a bit a bit of a hype train in the minute. Nah, bollocks. My question, to you, Rob, my question to you is, we've talked about this in the past, if Potter was there from week one, do the Bulldogs get in the eight? Yes. N- no, because, I think I said to you the other day, the thing is, Potter could have done a better job or whatever, but if he hasn't given Burton and Flanagan a pre-season together, which they didn't anyway, I think they started with Burton and uh, what's his face, the little kid. What Averillo? No, they didn't play out. Didn't they play? Uh, what's his name? The little Wakeham. Oh, oh yeah, the little they played, kid. They played Wakeham and Averillo or whatever, and then <laughs> they didn't have a preseason. Then they played Flanagan like 
if they'd have, if they'd have given them to a pre-season and Potter was the coach, then maybe. But but he's credit yeah. for Flanagan, haven't you? Yeah, he's, do, he's doing a job. He's just letting Burton do his thing, isn't he? Yeah, and then, he said he wants so to stay as well, doesn't he? Yeah. We felt so sorry for him at the beginning of the year. I think the whole any rugby league supporter felt sorry for Flanagan at the beginning of the year. And he's proved, he's proved to everyone why he should be playing, hasn't he? You know, I think the good thing as well about the Bulldogs, just watching it, is they're actually, they're not just like winning, boring or whatever. They're entertaining to watch. They'll like yeah. kick the ball about. It's almost like an AFL game. Like, yeah, it was just fun, doesn't he? Yeah, Burton kicked it across to Adokar and and Good then um, there was one where Burton kicked it across. I don't know if you've seen it. Adokar and Shoot were both in and they ran into each other. Yeah. And it's really fucking annoying because if they hadn't ran into each other, I'd have got a try assist on Burton, beat Jordan fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got to make a point on this podcast because we've got a guy in this podcast who's a massive Adokar hater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's eating his own words now. Right, there's only one pace merchant that I love, and his name's Regan Grace. Right, doesn't even play for Saints anymore. No, he still does till the end of the season. Come on, don't don't disrespect the little Welshman like that. Right, Ad- Adokar, I give him I give him a bit of stick. He has played well in recent weeks, but and there's people that agree with me with this in in our friend group. If he wasn't, if he wasn't the quickest player to ever grace the NRL, he wouldn't be as like anywhere near as good as he actually is. Right. I just want to say something like this. Did you see his try assist to Kiraz? He kicked it cross field to him. Yeah, yeah, he did kick it across field and it was a good try assist. But I I back my statement. I do like to have a bit of a laugh with everyone as well about it and and take the piss a little. But you can't doubt that if he wasn't the quickest player ever in the NRL, he wouldn't be as good. I agree. But I just think, you know, like when you say like Reynolds and that have been influential, and obviously they're going to be influential because they're the, the halfbacks or whatever. I think Adokar is like this experienced head that's actually come in. And even though he's a winger, like I feel like he's changed a lot of the philosophy and the mentality around the Bulldogs. Well, like he, he puts in an nine out of ten. He has because he's an experienced player and him and Matt Burton, uh, Matt Burton partnership, I've actually highlighted it here in notes. In recent weeks, these like recent wins that, they, that they've got, even though they are against three shite sides, their partnership has been really good. But you shut your head before, Alex Johnston. At the, at, when they both retire, who do you reckon is going to have more influence on the NRL, Adokar or Johnston? Hello, Carl. An absolute mile. The lad who's got the third most tries in Origin won two competitions. Like, yeah. he's like, what? I'm gonna walk away with all the. You do uh, make a good point, though, Jake, because Rob has slated Alex Johnson, and the, they are quite similar players in the pens and say it's a pace. But I like Alex Johnson, but they are not similar no, players. No, they are not at all. One would be play. I just wanted to throw it out there, just because Rob was shaking his head. It came to me just then. I just thought I'd throw it out there. But sorry, Jake. But but all right. Huh? I the only thing I don't agree with you on there is you say you take Adokar's pace away and he's not a good player. That's like taking anyone else's best quality away and they won't. No, be no, no. Good. I never said he's not a good player. I said he's nowhere near as good as he. Well, that's like anyone. Is. Take Burton's big boot away and he won't be that good of a. Oh, player. No, Sorry, can we just talk no. about that? Can we, can we just talk about that? Uh, one second now. Putting the hang time on it was five point one seconds. The average NFL kickers is four point four. <laughs> We might lose. We are actually losing to the NFL, you know. I'd love him to go to the NFL. Just... Imagine if he got a big contract in the NFL. 
class. It'd be sick because actually, like, there are people just, like people go from rugby league to NFL, but they play like running back or whatever, don't they? What has anyone ever got on? Yeah, I'm gonna be a punter. Like, I'm gonna go over and just fucking boot this ball as hard as I can. They need a fullback, though. The bulldog. If they get a fullback, a good fullback. Tessie, you. Not a bad shot. I think. I think. What my also query is: Were they going to get the cap space to give Burton the money he's going to have to be on? Well, they're going with a Paul Vaughan, aren't they? But I don't think he's on a lot. What's Paul Vaughan? I think Thompson. Dufty's gone. Around after. No. They've got a lot of big players. Like they got, they're bringing in Kikau and Marnie as well. They'll both be on good money. I think they were smoky next year, you know. They were smoky for the eight. Yeah, okay. I'll give you for the eight, George. Do you mean for the comp? Maybe. If Brisbane can get up there this year, why can't they? I mean, yeah, that's a valid point. We are miles. I look, there, at the, yeah. I look at the Cowboys. They're bringing in, I know he's not on his best season, but they're bringing in a really good hooker. And they're bringing maybe the best back row in the competition. Like they are improving significantly in two areas. You've got Matt Burton and Jer- not Jacob Riddle, Matt Burton and Carl Flanagan having a full preseason together after having 10, 15 games together in the season. Like, no, they're probably not going to win it. But if they won it, I wouldn't be completely shocked. Or if they're uh, on the top four, maybe. You miss mine and Tom's boy, Franklin Pelly, biggest cunt in the league. <laughs> He's the one that had to stop. Like bench pressing or something, wasn't it? Because he's yeah. huge. Have you seen him? He's massive. He's like 128 kg. <laughs> Imagine having them genetics that you have to stop going to the gym. <laughs> what a lucky ballet, He is massive. I'd like to because the, the shark. I thought the sharks really rated him, but weird one. Got a lot of forwards at the sharks, aren't they? Yeah. Someone um, we've not actually spoke a lot about. We spoke about a bit before. Karaz. Yeah. On the true. wing, yeah. three tries. Unreal finish for the last one as well. Very good player. He just come from nowhere as well. He was a trialist, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the reason they had all COVID? The all players. Yeah, crazy. Can I read out his stats? Three tries. He saved one. Three line breaks. Six tackles. Seven tackle breaks. Three offloads. And two hundred and fifty-nine meters. Ridiculous. Some shift that. I think I think he complements Adokar quite well because he does quite a lot of the hard yards, whereas Adokar doesn't necessarily make them hard meters a lot of the time. He's sort of your flashy winger, isn't he? Yeah. Very good but sorry, Jake. He's better than Johnson. He is better than Johnson. Yeah, I agree. I like Alex Johnson, but I'm not having that slander. Anyway. I, I know that my mate Luke doesn't like wingers when they don't uh, do the hard bits at the, at the bottom of the pitch. Adokar's yeah. very good, that, to be fair, but it does piss me off that. Hey, he likes Regan Grace. I do, but that does annoy me. There you go, That way, Tommy Max I think one of the most important areas of a winger these days. It is massive. And like, it's like what Daniel Tupo brings as well. Like, they land on the front and you get that quick play of the ball and it just gets your sets out well. Yeah. I don't think like, Alcaraz unreal at that, to be fair. He's not bad. No, player. but he, he doesn't make a load of metres. Well, like, I think you look at Tommy Mack, he made like, two, ta- two carries in yeah. a tape set, both for landing on his front. Like, it, it gives so much momentum. We get a good uh, kickoff after, after a defensive set. It's impressive. I think we've definitely missed that change. But we'll come on to that anyway. We'll come on to that. Um, any word on the night? I don't think there's much that needs to be said. Terrible. It's, oh, actually, I do have a word on the night, actually. Did you hear Adam O'Brien's press conference after the game? No. Like, the game. Yeah, he's like, I, I, know, I know how to get a team to be successful. I've been in grand finals before when I was an assistant coach. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Anyone could sit there with an assistant coach and watch John Robinson do everything. <laughs> Another thing on the nights, Alan um, got rid of Clemmer, haven't they? Oh, it looks like it. confirmed yet, but there's a lot of rumours. They, they were trying to get him in on the before the deadline, weren't they? Um, to get to the, the Eels, but there was something about contract length. I think he wanted an extra two years after this year, but the Eels couldn't get that over the lines. But a third, um, there's big talks going on with the Knights. It's a big upset. He refused to go off the field, didn't he? Yeah, yeah what on earth has gone on here? He's someone that has been very good for me in fantasy in the past couple of weeks. That's Jake. Take your season Got a good year. Done well. And now, now, now what? Do you reckon he'll play again this season? No. It's not looking like but, So no, is that why it's happening? Because he didn't come off? So if you, there's a clip on, on Twitter about it. Um, on two separate occasions, the trainers come over to him and said, you're off, you're getting somebody's like, no, I'm not coming off. Twice he's done that. And I don't know whether that's a, a common occur, uh, occurrence in, in normally, but he's been, it's been a big up, upheaval in the, the night's changing room this week and he's been dropped so weird he's been their best forward and he was linked with a move away which must have been a bit an indication as well crazy just just another point on that is why aren't the eels trying to get to try to get the to pow and clemmer like do they need another forward yeah they, well no not really maybe they, maybe they just they definitely know that um all right, Pop's leaving. That's a good point. And how come Jake Clifford came back into this game? I thought that. I thought that. I was watching the highlights and at the start of the game, Jake Clifford caught the ball and I was like, what's he doing here? No, Jake, have you watched any of these games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Knights, Knights are good. Knights are good. Knights are going to have a good season next year with Will Price and Kai Pitchball anyway, so. True. Hey, Will Price goes over and absolutely kills it. Like for any of our Australian viewers, if you've never watched Will Price, you'll know about him soon. He's a baller. Him on the same team as Ponga. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Why are they trying to where are they wanting to play him? Probably playing with a wing or centre. That's oh, shit. Playing the half, darling. Could play six. I'd rather him at full back. Oh, yeah. get him to the Bulldogs to play full back. That'd be my dream. Will Price. <laughs> Robin <laughs> be a Bulldogs fan if that happened. I'd have to convert. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's half converted to the Bulldogs anyway. Oh, I'm a Matt Burton fan and a Raiders fan. Can we, do you reckon we could just sack our Sam Tompkins and have like Wellesby Price and Lomax as our, as our spine of the World Cup? That would be sick. I'd love that. Yeah. Price fullback. Paul Ensel was actually last week, Will Price. So. Oh. oh, another thing about the World Cup actually. Josh Papali's committed to Samoa, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. another one. It's, God, there must be no passion. There, now, there must be no passion in that Queensland team. If they don't want to play for Australia, shut the fuck up, Paul. Just like Luai and Tom. Fuck off, Paul Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) And Tupo. Half your teams are playing for Australia, John. I'm English, I'm not asked. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, another one is is declared they're not going to play for Australia. Like, this carries on. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. I actually don't want it to keep coming because England plays him over the first game of the World Cup, so... You can keep them staying off, Australia. I know, but it's making him for one of the best World Cups he's ever been. It does because the talent spread out. I agree. With and that. you know, like players like Papali going. I wonder if like some of the other Samoan Australian boys, like Tino and Half, start to think. Yeah, I, I wish Tino was like a slight bit English. Oh, oh <laughs> him, Razzley, Alex Warmsley as a forward. Oh, 
Stop it. But um, Dingy isn't going to play for them, is he? Schuster, by the sound of it. Mm. But he's not had a good year for me anyway, so... No. He's not done anything this year. No, he's not... He's not, he's not going to play because he wants to play six, doesn't he? Otherwise, he's going to play six. That's, <laughs> That's a good point, actually. I didn't think of that. She's just done nothing but be injured and dislike gays, to be honest, this season. Oh, God, he was one of the eight, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just as we talk about the World Cup, I'm getting more and more excited for this World Cup. I'm really excited. Beginning of the season, I was like, I'm not even asked about it, to be honest. But now, I'm starting to get a bit excited for it. Do you ever get that that excited for a World Cup? Because I never get that excited for like a rugby World Cup, but this one I actually am as well. Just rugby league World Cups. Just (laughs) rugby league World Cups. Um, No, not really, because you know, because you know who's going to win it. But now you never know. We've got to go to the game at the totally wicked. We have to. Yeah, Yeah, did we say uh, Australia, Italy, and then Samoa? Not Samoa, and Tonga PNG. Tonga PNG and Samoa, Italy, Uh, Australia. Sure, a bit of a ten in the bid podcast special for the World Cup as well. So we could, so we could try and do like uh, this is a little. We could try and get like a um, hospitality at Saints to the podcast though. That'd be unreal. Well, if any sponsors want to help us out, get that sorted. <laughs> <laughs> I know Plastec used to sponsor Saints, so if Plastec want to get us on, feel free. Yeah. Yeah, we could, we could actually know what we could do for the podcast. We could do a little like you were there, Jake and Rob. We could do a little vox pop outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play some fun. Yeah, I was going to say, get Red V in. I might get a few like words it. off. Uh, get a few words off clearing that before the game starts. Wait for the players' entrance. Could you imagine? Nathan, just a, just yes, a few words yes. telling them in. <laughs> so if we could just get Tina to go, Tina, yeah, you wanker. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we do definitely need to go a few games. I'm actually looking forward to when we we start submitting like our uh, squads. Like, you know, sitting down and breaking down the, the squads. I'm looking forward to that. Um, no time off in this podcast, is there? No time off. Transfer news, the lot's all fucking coming. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the final game of the round. Dragons, Cowboys. Cowboys winning 34-8. Uh, apparently didn't have a good week, according to Luke and Rob. Cowboys didn't play well, apparently, but yeah. No, they did. They did. I'm just more scared about the... The, the sharks and the bunnies. I don't know what it I is. The Cowboys just battered you, Luke. When? Like two, three weeks ago. I'm sure they did. Well, they didn't. You didn't have Reynolds, did you? I don't think. Oh yeah, no Reynolds. Oh, does that, does, that, does all the results just not count at all? We just don't even talk about the no Reynolds week. Yeah. What week yeah. was it? Yeah. It was a while. Sixteen. Eighteen. Round 16, 40 No, points sixteen. Yeah, forty points to twenty-six. I've Adam Reynolds. <laughs> oh, you did have Adam. Right. But you're not scared of them now. No, I am scared of them, John. I'm not saying all that, but I just, I don't know. There's something about the Rabbitohs and the Sharks at the minute that just worry me a bit more. I don't know what it is. I, I can't be scared of a team that has Chad Towns and Tom Dayden in the house, honestly. <laughs> the Dayden played it. well. Also, Dayden played well this week. Know, a point on the on the Cowboys. They haven't had a dip yet. No, true. They've also played so many games in Queensland as well. My big prediction is they'll be done in the playoffs. They won't win a game in the playoffs. That'd be good. Snip that, Jay. It just depends where um, they play. I don't know. They're in. They're in second at the minute. You've got Cleary banned for five games. Luai probably out till playoffs as well. The are these six points behind Penrith at the minute? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to lose far. No, I can't, I can't. I can't see them them catching Penrith, but they might get close. Penrith have to lose uh, three, four out of five on the end. I can't. Yeah, see that. I can't. No, I can't. I, no, I can't see it. 
Unless the storm of a revival, it's probably going to be Cowboy Sharks, and I'm backing Sharks. Hundred percent. Back. Good point. In Queensland, could make a difference. That's the big thing for the Cowboys. They have to. They've been, they played really well, but in Queensland this season, they have to make sure their playoff games are at home. This might sound harsh, but out of all the teams in the eights currently, the only team that I could see the Cowboys beating is Brisbane. Pretty <laughs> awfully harsh on the Cowboys, though, Rob. Very harsh on the Cowboys. I just can't see it. Doing well, but I can't see him beating any of them top, top team. It, it, yeah, they've had, they haven't had a dip, and have they had many injuries? No, no probably not. Nana injuries for fantasy would be lovely. I tell you what, though, for now. Speaking about Nanai, he's rookie of the year. He's, he's having an unbelievable season, isn't he? Wow. Yeah, he is rookie of the year. What a game he had, to be fair. Me and you had a conversation about this, didn't we, Luke? Who's rookie of the year? And you tried to sneak Ezra Mam in there to the conversation. But doesn't even come close. Nanai's, no, Nanai's clear. A certain little soft couldn't try to tell me that I slandered Nanai last, last week on the podcast. <laughs> there'll be, there'll be no, no uh, Nanai slander this week. He, no, was, no, uh, he was unreal. He was two tries. Just let me, me uh, just let me know when we stop talking about Nana and I'll come back on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a game that was! Too fair. Right, well, I'll I'll give his stats then, Rob. Seeing as your normal stat man, Nana. Oh, I'm not. I'm not, two, I'm not giving that. Two tries, <laughs> one try assist, three line breaks, one line break assist, 149 meters gained. I don't. You can't deny it. He was quality. What tackles? Ooh, um, he was only, yeah, was he only in the twenties for tackles? Yeah, uh, it's a, it's an argument for Nana's at the minute the most destructive back row in the game in attack. No, oh, what in attack? No. Who's more? Who is Robbie's? Oh, oh, Papali is actually. Yeah, 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 yeah Papali. No, oh, you know I what? Was just, I was this, might sound, this might sound bold, but Nana is a better lineman than Papali. That is the most ridiculous sentence I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> He's the best lineman in the game, I think, Nanai. No, Nanai, Nanai running... If someone said to me, you can stand in front of Nanai, stand in front of Papali, I'm that's taking not, Nanai. That's not what I'm saying. No, he's saying. on about hitting a line, like... In a hole. Getting cut, cut, yeah, cut, cutting yeah, into a gap. Do oh, he's forgetting his drunk. Oh, he's forgetting about Villiarmi kick out. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I think Nanai is... A, Better than Papley hitting hole. I think Nan- Nanai definitely reads the defensive line better. He hits a gap. Uh, he hits a gap so well. You-, you saw it in this game the way he hits gaps. And I was just about to say he's he's he is unreal in the air, isn't he, Nanai? And I was about to say he's much better than Papley, but Papley jumped up for one today and came down <laughs> with it, didn't he? Well, that's I think hey, he's, got like, he's got he's got about twenty odd tries, hasn't he, Nanai, this season? Yeah. He's second in the try scoring list, which I think is ridiculous for a, for a back row. He is having a very good season. But I wouldn't take over Papali or kick out. No. No. I'm taking over about, I could name about 10 edge forwards. I wouldn't take him over. Go on. Go on. Right. Okay. You put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hang on. Let me just work it out. So, Roosted, Angus Crichton, um, and. No. I said Angus Crichton. Yeah, that's it. No. Manly. Who's at the Manly ed- ed- edges for Manly? Lacroix, 100%. I'm taking Lacroix. Eels, I'm taking both Sean Lane and Papaliti. Oh, Sean Lane. I hate Sean Lane. I don't know what I'm doing. Liam Kikau. I'm going to take Liam Martin. No, no
<laughs> I'm trying to go through all the teams. Can I think of ten? Probably not. Wait, wait <laughs> name a few more for you. You've got Colin Matungi, would you take him over him? Oh, yeah. Take Colin Matungi. Frizzell. Frizzell, easy. That's 30. Fafita, I'd still take Fafita over him. But you've got to think of his age, obviously. He's 18, 19, isn't he? Yeah, I know. No, no he's, he's playing well, to be fair. I, I, we'll see. Bo Fermo? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> I can't take Bo Fermo. It's fucking shit. <laughs> still outperformed Fafita every week. You know what we will see, though, boys? We'll see the Cowboys go to the Bulldogs this week. See how they do there. That's actually a really interesting game. They'll do shit, because they're not in Queensland. Yeah. So, Jake, we'll see how, we'll see how your boy Nana is doing this. Yeah, we'll, oh. we'll, we'll see the predictions later, and we'll see what everyone predicts. All right. I think um, the last part about that game, I just wanted to give Drinkwater a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Good game. I actually... Did you want to yeah. know Drinkwater's stats? Go on, then. Two tries, one try assist, two line breaks, one line break assist, 170 metres gained. He is quality, to be fair. He was unreal. Yeah. And that flip pass for the first try as well. Shades of Hudson Young. He was, it was great. Shades of Hudson Young. You can't, can't say Shades of Hudson <laughs> on the same weekend. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders fan here? Uh-huh. I, don't know. I, don't know. I love Hudson Young. Um, I tell you what, I do want to reminisce on something, actually. Last week's predictions because Jake said a dragon's win. So yeah, so uh, here he is, Mr. Cowboy over here. You fucking dragon. I never said I'm Mr. Cowboy at all. They just missed. They missed Ramsey, didn't they? They missed Ramsey. They got uh, the oh, dragon. big time. He's back next week. It's all good. The dragon's out of it now. That's crazy that. Yeah. Look, done. The dragon's He's back right. from his broken leg. The crap. Yeah, dragons. I don't like them. Dragons are done. Cowboys probably gonna finish second. I think. They deserve to finish out the eight with Mbai at fullback and Sloan at forty. Do the t- you know what's funny though? Do the do the Cowboys? Hang on. Sorry, Rob. What's worse, Sloan at fourteen or Marju at fourteen? Oh, Marju. At least Sloan is a fullback. What are they thinking? These clubs by playing a winger slash a fullback at fourteen. Oh. One I thing I um I can say about the Dragons is they've just tied down Amon to another two year contract, haven't they? I like Amon. I, do. I like him on. He's got a lot of learning. I'm not sure if I like him on without Ben Lund. So if we sign him, I don't know how well he'll go. But they've got that, that, they've got that Sullivan that's young, haven't they, as well? Yeah, they look crap when them two play together, though. <laughs> they do. <laughs> but they don't look... Individually, they're not bad. Yeah. Um, that's it for the Ziskit round of games. Unless Rob's got anything else he wants to say about Nana. Uh, Valentine Holmes. Another that's big game. Nana. No, Valentine Holmes did have a good game. I think a lot of the Cowboys... Could end up being like Dalian centre of the year, Dalian winger of the year, like the way they're going. I think they could have a lot of people in that team of the year, couldn't they, the Cowboys? Yeah. And, you, and your boy Tamalolo as well with his hands again. Oh, God, he's ridiculous. He's the reason I want to go watch Tonga. The only reason is I just want to see John, Jason Tamalolo whip it in. <laughs> like, I feel like that's something you've got to watch in like, as a rugby league fan. That's a point, actually. I just, just thought then, are you now starting to get more worried about playing Samoa than you are Tonga? That's what I just said to you. We played Samoa first group game, England in, in Newcastle. And I was not thinking, I was like, oh, it's only Samoa. And then more and more players and I'll say, oh, I'm actually going to play for Samoa. I'm like, fucking hell, we're going to beat in the first game of our own World Cup. They've both got different things they're good at. Like Samoa's, Samoa's backs are unreal, whereas Tonga have a much better forward pack. So Things I'm two together. Just... Imagine that side. That well, side would win the World Cup. Tonga's, Tonga's biggest problem is they haven't got really any ball players. Either. They're going to end up playing probably mm-hmm. Hapoati fullback. Uh, what's his name? Lola here. Lola here, yeah. He's going to probably play seven, isn't he? Like, that's the problem. 
Staggers. Another player. Am I? It's Tessie New Tong. Probably can be. Well, if, he ancestry, if he doesn't ancestry dot com, he might be. I'm fairly certain he is. <laughs> <laughs> when we get we get on to our predictions, I'll look out where he's from. Um, Go on. When we want to our predictions, then Rob, you're taking these down, aren't you? You're going to write these down. Uh, no, but John, did you take the scores this week and for the league table? Or have we sat that off? No, we're gonna. I haven't got them tallied up, so that will be a post on the Ten of the Instagram this week. He is, in fact, Tongan, Tessie New. See, okay. so. He's got to so be. Maybe, so maybe you could play Halalahe at seven, Hopwai at six, Tessie New at four. Sack Hopwai off. Who's the best seven? I'd play Amon and Lawyer. Wow, that's. Bit, bit, nah, there's bit. someone else. You're missing someone, I swear. You played the seven. Oh, didn't they have that? F- Isn't there um, that, that fellow from? Oh, oh no, I'm thinking of. Um, I'm thinking of. No, you think you're right. It's all right. No, never mind. Um, so hang on. So you did. You did originally tally it up, though, didn't you? What? The only other prediction? No, no, no. Prediction. I haven't tallied up. The, I have not tallied up this week. So that's when I'll do away from the podcast and we're going to post up on the Instagram as well. Oh, that's okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify that up, Stags played six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Played seven. Fucking hell. Yeah, get Lola Hay in. Lola Hay seven. I never buy it six. But then if you look just... Oh, sorry, we're going to digress it. But if you look at the Tongan backs now, you bring in Tessie New, but your backs for that game was Kula, Tupolotu, Penasini, Moses Suli, and Sione Katoa. So Katoa's out for the season, isn't he? So he'll drop out. Bring Tupo in. Yeah. Where's Stags going to fit in? And then how is Kula going to fit in? Or is he going to drop out? Well, Stags fits, doesn't he? Let's be honest. You just drop Kula or Suli. Yeah, Kula drops out. Yeah, so, if you, so you drop Kula. But I don't know if Tessie is actually committed to... Honestly, I mean, we had a big rant in with him a day, but are we actually going to win a game at this World Cup? Yeah, right. Dog will get us home. I had a big page I had a big page at it rant, but fuck me, we're not very good, are we? No. No. Why not? He's Australian. Well, Victor Aldi better, better be fucking oh, yeah. in. We need to get, start playing. Can Luke Thompson start playing, please? Because we need him for the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Rat. Yeah. Where, do you, reckon Luke Thompson, where yeah. do you reckon Luke Thompson's going to end up? Storm. If he's he will take unders and go to Storm, but I don't think is he Is he definitely... Do you reckon he's definitely going to stay in the NRL? I think no, so. I'm worried about him going to Leeds. Send that Leeds. Really, I hope that's false. I don't think he'll come back. I'm worried about spaces open, opening up at Catalan. Oh, God, they can't have any cat space, surely, to crap. <laughs> There's only two places he can't go, and that's Warrington and Catalan because they are on every penny they've got. George, you just never know, do you? They'll find some way. No, Cat- Catalan managed to pull cat space out their arse sometimes. Fair, and if he goes to Warrington, then Mega Wolf just might have to start cleaning carpets. Why have you named Jot Lad? That's what, hey, it's not like he hides up his Instagram. You can tag her. Well, that's that's what he did. They do it once, not they pay they pay the wives as cleaners, but they don't actually actually ever clean anything. Shut up, shut up. Let's just move on. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm invested. Um, um, uh, sorry, what are we going on to uh, Lance Pod or? Of course, yeah, Lance Pod. We were moving oh, yeah. to Lance Pod. Who wants to open up with their Lance? Who wants to open up with their Lance Pod points? Well, I'm intrigued at this because Luke's uh, I... we're gonna have very similar Lance Pod. I'll go first. Well, I'll yeah, go can first. we start with Luke actually? Because he we was talking before, wasn't we? And you think seems to think it's nailed on who we're all gonna have. Well, to me, there's four players who should have points this week. Go on then. So I'll give you my honourable mentions first. <laughs> Tarpane. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I give Joey Manu an honourable mention. I thought we didn't really probably mention him enough in this podcast. I thought he actually played quite well. Yeah. I give McInnes and drink water. Right. Okay. Then I know I mentioned my one point went to Karaz. Yeah. Could have been quite harsh on Karaz there, but I thought he was quality against the Bulldogs. My two points went to Hudson Young. Right. Outstanding this week. Um, to like Jake said before, them offloads. And then my three points went to Nanai. Okay. Okay. They're they're sort of similar. Yeah, you're similar to mine as well. You had me. You had me at the start similar, and then yeah, fell off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, go on, um, Rob, you can do with yours, then if it's... Sorry, just on. to say, Jake, you write these down, because for the Lance Pod Insta. Um, I can do it if you don't. Yeah, sorry. I was going to do it on my phone, but yeah, you can do it if you want. Go on, so Rob, you, you, you drop yours down then. So, um, sim- similar to Luke with some of the honourable mentions, so I had Joey Manu as well, Tarpanay, and I actually had Hudson Young in the honourable mentions, and I had someone we didn't mention at all, who I think had his best game of the season, Reid Marnie. I thought you'd be on that yeah. board. Reed oh, Marnie's yeah. in my honourable mentions. Um, uh, yeah, the, two tries, try assist, a line, like a line break. You did really well. I thought he had a really good game. And then, we, I don't know where I've gone different to the kid. Well, we one point's gone to Adam Dewey. That's yeah. a good job. Beat the Broncos. I think he was instrumental. Two points, big boy, Jacob Carraz. Nice. I think mainly because he got the hat-trick, big fuck you to the night. Three points, I think. I'm not sure if it's because of his performance this week. Um, or if I just don't think I've given him enough credit in the previous Lance Pod rounds, I've got Nico Hines. The yeah, clutch winner there. That. Yeah, it's a great shout. But he did. I thought, you, I thought you were just going to drop on Matt Burton then as a joke. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Nana's not even got a point off you. Yeah, that's shocking. Or an honourable mention. Or an honourable <laughs> mention. Yeah, Tom's going to be hating you after this. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Come and take. What's your what's your Lance Pod points? Um, surprisingly, it is quite similar to Luke. So he, yeah, he was maybe right before when he said about who. Um, yeah, my honourable mentions was Dewey, Reed, Marnie. I actually had Tedesco in there. Um, I thought he played quite well. Solid performance. Jock Madden was in there. We mentioned him before, but I thought he deserved an honourable mention. Um, and then my Lance Pod points. Um, I couldn't decide between Young and Karaz for one point, but I'd love Hudson Young too much not to give him any points this week. So Hudson Young's getting my one point. Drinkwater's getting my two points, and that means Nanai's getting my three points. Oh, Karaz, even honorable mention. Karaz, well, I said Karaz could have, could maybe get the one points out of Hudson Young, so he then falls into the honourable mentions. Nice. Fair enough. The only, so I've got very similar, all the same honourable mentions as you, apart from one person who we didn't mention at all. Cossie uh, scored a hatching against Melbourne. Oh, uh, yeah. Just thought it deserved a little bit of an honourable mention for that. But my one point went to Karaz, from points mentioned previously. Uh, my two point went to Dewey. And then my three points went to the boy, Nanai. Nice. That was shit. Have we all given Nanai three? Oh, well, three of us give Nanai three points there. Well, uh, it's a good job. I'm not giving any points. He'd be top of the Lance Ford. I was about to say, he's going to have shot up the Lance Ford here, hasn't he? Well, it makes a change. Now you've got four people giving points. It's huge. Mm. It I, think, I think not even a mention for Nico, any of you? Give him three. No, no, Hans is in my honourable mention. I'm saying like Hans was on my honourable Yeah, Hans is in mine, but I because you'd already mentioned him, I just didn't say. Of course. He was? 
Mine is actually, I don't know if you can read mine. I've always <laughs> loved Jerbo. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say there? HM Hines. George. It says edited at 10.40 up there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I actually, I think it says 12.21. <laughs> anyway. 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 Um, Tune into 10 of the Min podcast to look at our latest Lance Pod tally. Yeah. Instagram. Jake's going to get that on the Instagram. Yeah, of course. Same every week. Right. Swiftly moving on, we'll move on to the predictions for this roundup. Come in, Rob's going to take these down. Hope he's ready. Uh, uh, are you not writing them down? No, we just we we sort this out off the pod. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't have a pen and paper in front of me. You do. Are you messing? We literally had this conversation at the start of the pod <laughs> before we even started recording this podcast about who's going to write this down. And you said, "Yeah, I'll take." Right, cool. As you can tell, we're a highly professional podcast. <laughs> can I get the staff? <laughs> George is a lazy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think we need to give the listeners a little insight here. When we do this, I write down the predictions to then send to Rob. So I said, why don't we just cut the middleman out and let Rob do the, write down the predictions. This, <laughs> you this do the, is the backlash we get. Because you do the league table. What league? Oh, I'd like to do that now as well still. You, I you thought doing? you were doing the prediction league table. Can we have an update on that prediction league table? That's the point. I was not yeah. yeah, we can on the, on, the, on the Instagram. Perfect. Love it. Right, who's going first? <laughs> uh... So, first game's obviously Sydney, Brisbane. How do you see that one going, Jacob? Um, Sydney at home. Fucking call him Sydney. I've never heard him call Sydney by anyone before. All right, Roosters at home. Roosters at home. I'm going to go Roosters just. I'm going to go 18-16. So, are we we doing scores or what's the crap? Yeah, scores. Scores. Uh, Go on, I'll get mine then. Uh, I also... I think it's going to be a Roosters win. I'm going to go 22-14. Yeah. Shall I give mine? Yeah, go on. Taking the Broncos, easy. I'm going to Ooh. give them uh, t- Broncos 16-24. Uh, sorry, 24-16. The Broncos. Well, that's actually took a lot of weight off my shoulder because I don't want to be the only one who predicted it and then fall down the, the prediction ladder, but I'm going Broncos. I t- I, but it's just the, the, the scoreline I can't seem to get my head around because I, t- I can't see it being a big one but then I, when, it, when that's happened it never it always is I'm going to go 18-10 Broncos nice. I like it Move so, on to, but on if to that the... does happen Luke oh yeah your boy your boy Roosters I know no one I'll take it I'm not asked to restock it in but I've won. Uh, so first game on Friday Storm Titans. Um gonna break them all in. I am not gonna predict I'm not gonna predict I think I think your brains have to start taking over sometimes and I can only see a storm win here and I'm gonna go twenty-four points to six. Oh you know what that means, Jod. They're gonna win. First no. yourself now. Well I don't, ball and he'll win. I don't mind. Oh god, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either way it's a win win really. Yeah. So what are you saying? What are you saying, Jake? Um, I'm also going to go Storm. Um, twenty-eight six. I'll go. I'm going to take the Storm, but I'm going to take it. I think it's going to be forty points to twenty-two. And Joe on the next podcast going, wasn't that bad? We only lost by eighteen. <laughs> Basically, a win against the Storm. 
Yeah, Luke. I'm going... Going 32-20 to the Storm. Ooh, close one. Another another moral victory for the uh, Titans. <laughs> it's it's within 12. You've got to take a little win. <laughs> um, they're moving on. Manly, Parramatta. At, Manly are at home. Oh, I don't know where to go with this. I'm going to go Manly. Because with, with Parramatta with no moves, I'm going to go Manly. It's going to be a close one, though. It's going to be 26-24. Uh, I agree. Pardon? 26-24, did you say? Yeah, it's a manly. Cool. I, I agree with George. No Moses is big. We're at home. Um, I'm going to go 20 points to 14 to manly. I'm going to take manly as well. I'm going to take 30 points to 12. Ooh, well, I'm going to Jacob Arthur-inspired Parramatta win. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going 22 points to 14 to Parramatta. Ooh. I, like, I like that one, so I might throw that out there. Um, right, moving on. Saturday game. First game, there's three games on Saturday. It's South against uh, the Warriors. It's only gone one way, this. I think a South win. Uh, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go 50 points to 10. <laughs> I, was, I was going 50, 40 points to 6, and I thought that was big. <laughs> Jake, what are you thinking? Yeah, big uh, 38-8 to the Rabbitohs. Good one. I'm going to take uh, 44-12 to the Bunnies. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to big as well. It's hard to disagree with any. I'm going 42 points to 14. Imagine we do this podcast next week and Boris won. We've been embarrassed like that before, to be fair. I know, yeah. Um, big game for the podcast this Raiders Penrith. Uh, big game for Amit Rob. It's an album to predict it because you you think that Pen- the Raiders should win, but I just can't bring myself to not go with Penrith. But I am. I'm going to. I'm going to go 2018 to the Raiders. Nice. Jake. Um, That's a really hard one. I think one. I also think the Raiders are going to keep the pressure on uh, Roosters, and I'm going to go fourteen ten. Oh, that is a close. Raiders. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close. This is probably the hardest one to predict, just because you don't yeah. know what Penrith going to do. Oh, I really, really don't know. Twenty-two. I'm going to go twenty-two eighteen to us. Luke's already locked his Penrith pit now because we've all gone Raiders. He is. Look at him. (laughs) Penrith 12, Raiders 10. I knew it was coming. As soon as we all picked Raiders, I knew exactly what Luke's pit was going to be. This is a make or break week for me on the prediction leaderboard. Um, Final game of Saturday, Cronulla versus St. George. I think coming off the back of the winning itself, I can only see a Cronulla win. I'm going to go 28 points to 16. To Cronulla? Yeah, to the Sharkies. Cool. I'll yeah. go on that one. Oh, sorry, Jim, I, I backed St. George last week. I can't do it again this week. <laughs> um, I'm going to go big with this game and I'm going to go 44 points to 10. Christ. That is big, Jake. I'm going to go one week to win and then back them to get dicked the next week. Yeah, they're going to get absolutely <laughs> twatted. Make it make sense. 
<laughs> I'm going. I'm going. Sharks win two. I'm going twenty four ten. I was going to go twenty. I'm going to go twenty six twelve. We're in the middle of you and Joe, Luke. <laughs> right. Move on to Sunday games. Oh. Bulldogs Cowboys. And after bigging them up, I'm going out there. Bulldogs are going to win this. I'll oh. tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's the Cowboys are in Queensland. I think that's where all their success comes. Um, and I'm going to go for the Bulldogs in a close one, 24-22. Jake? Well, I, ca- I called this before. I am backing the Cowboys in the way win. Um, it's going to be a lot closer than what they beat St George by. I'm going to go 20 points to 16. I'm sure I've backed every single long team here. And I'm going to go the dogs as well. And I'm going to, oh, I'm going to take them 18, 16. And I think um, Karaz is going to shush Nanai when he scores the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sided with my mate Cubs on this one. I'm going Cowboys. I can't see a dog win. Ooh. I'm going 22-16 and a clock's not quite close. The first few disagreements this week. It really yeah. is. This is it the is. most disagreements we've ever had. Um, and then finally, the last game of the round, big one. Tigers versus the is Knights. What you know it's a big game. Uh Adam Dewey's playing. <laughs> <laughs> no Ponga, so that's yeah. always good. Um, I'm taking West. I think they're going to. I think they're going to carry on playing well. They've just battered Brisbane. They're going to do it again. They're going to win 32-8. Um, I'm also going to take West. I think they'll carry on the decent bit of form they're in. Uh, 24-16. Right, I hate. The Tigers for the passion. <laughs> I don't mind the Knights, really. I know they're shite. Oh. Got Bradman West back this week. They are for the shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the Tigers as well, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be 24 20 to the uh, West. Luke. I'd never thought we'd ever say this in this podcast, but we've got a clean sweep of Tigers. I know. <laughs> that was ridiculous. 16. No, I'm going 20 points to 10 to the Tigers. Fair enough. Now they've got Dewey. It's funny because this is the same, same West team that fucking smashed the Titans by about 30 points four weeks ago. <laughs> Knights team or West team? So Knights team that we've not... Yeah. Yeah, it just happens sometimes, isn't it? True. Just happens. Um, that's our roundup. We'll, I know we'll get our predictions out on the um, on Instagram and see how we all do in next week's podcast. Um, Super League. I feel like, unfortunately for us, I kind of don't want us to cover Super League this week, but actually a fair bit went on that we probably do have to cover Super League this week. Um, so we'll swiftly move into it. Started off first game last Thursday with Wigan. Battered for KR 46 4. Um, I just, Wigan played all right, but I think um, KR were the, the biggest enemy. They couldn't make any, they couldn't complete any sets. They knocked on a lot. Uh, and Wigan looked good. I think they're the biggest threat to Saints right now, apart from injuries. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, I've got a mountain of injuries, I think. I yeah, think, they have. Um, I've said before, 
the teams who have the fittest squad at the end of the year will probably do the best in the playoffs. So I think I think that's what it's going to come down to. Polkar are looking like they're not going to get in the playoffs now if they keep losing. Um, and we're going to just grind out these good results at the minute, annoyingly enough. Yeah, it's it's, it's frustrating as a Saints fan to see. What do you think, Jake? Um, just on the that, that Wigan game, the whole KR had no Mikey Lewis this week, did they? Did he get injured in this game or was it the, the week before? The game. I actually quite like Mikey Lewis. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't play, I don't think, if you look. No. Didn't they end the game with 12 men? They are, because they have that many injuries. Yeah, I quite, I quite like Mikey Lewis. I think he's a good player. Um but I don't know. Wigan just battered him. But yeah, Wigan are getting closer to us, and when you look at the injuries we've got, it is a bit worrying. Well, there's I'm four points, out. isn't it? There's four points in it, isn't there? Um, yeah. Do you still do you think we're still set for top? Do you think we're going to win the league leaders, even though there's only four points in it? Less doesn't really matter for me. Top two is the only one. True. I said off the podcast. I'm. I think I'm worried about us winning this year now. With the yeah, grazing. Yeah, we'll get on to Saints in a bit, but um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's not as set in stone as the three beats been. If we if we do if we don't win, it'll be Wigan that beat us to it, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, which will be even more annoying as well. Yeah, I can't I can't see past the Saints Wigan going final at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see. Moving on to big get. What's up, Rob? No, I'm just. I think I remember you last week saying that Huddersfield could make the grand final. Oh, I no. that too. <laughs> Do you remember that, Luke? Uh, it's all right. I have my notes, so I keep a notepad. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I did say that. I, think, I, did say, I did say that. I think they could make it. I didn't say they would make it. No, I'm like, if you had to pick, if you had to pick two teams, you'd pick you'd pick Saints, Wigan. But I wouldn't be surprised if Giants make it. They're having like a a for twenty nineteen type of season under Watson, aren't they? I'm just keeping that on your toes because I do listen to you. Good coach, good coach, very good coach, and I'd have him at Saints. He's signed a long-term deal, and I know anything. He's going to be there for a while. Um, we'll we'll talk about these two games together because obviously they have a big impact on the bottom of the table. Um, both played on Friday, so Toulouse lost thirty points to six at home against Hull FC, while Wakefield went away to their rivals Castleford and won thirty-two-six. Big four point swing in the relegation battle here. Obviously, listening to the podcast will know where we're all four to lose staying up and wait for going down. So, what do we make of this one, boys? Those two games. I can't believe, I can't believe any of the, both of these, to be honest. I thought that Toulouse would have a chance at home at beating Hull, and I thought Wakefield had no chance against Car. Yeah, I, I was quite shocked by both results as well. Toulouse normally play a lot better at home, and I don't think Hull FC are that good at all. Um, I thought they'd do much better, especially much better than the 30 points to six that they lost by. And then yeah. Castleford just fell apart against Wakefield, didn't they? Do you know, Castleford are a fucking joke. So I can tell you something now. So when, when we almost <laughs> got beat by Wakefield and I was following through Twitter and stuff, the Castleford fans were giving us stick beyond belief. Like, we have to beat them, we have to beat because they were Wakefield to go down. So then seven days later, play them themselves. And get dicks, it's embarrassing. As I think, I think, um, that, that wing group, that wing group play for Wakefield, is it Murphy? Mm. Lewis Murphy, he had an unbelievable game. Someone at Saints would maybe be looking at if he was fucking unbelievable. Um, I think just on on these two games as a whole, we <clears throat> put out on our social media earlier this week are the two the relegation battle run-ins for the both sides, and they've got left. 
doesn't look good for either sides of the teams we've got left, to be honest. No. But um, Wakefield do have that extra two home fixtures, which could pay dividends, sadly. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the weekend that sends to Lewis down and they both lose out for the rest of the season. Like That's genuinely how, how hard their fixtures are. I think this week, Toulouse play Hulkaya, they have to win. Is it at home or away? Away. Which it's is okay, tough but... Hard. but then Toulouse have got to go Warrington away, Wigan away, Catalan at home, Hull away and Saints away. I can't see him getting a victory from any of them. Unless we play a week inside and we've already won the league leaders, which, fingers crossed, we do. But then Hulkey, I've got... Oh, sorry, Wakefield have got Catalan at home, Wigan at home, Hull away, Hulkey are at home, which they have to then win. Saints away, Huddersfield away. So I think Hulkey are... And, Hulkey and us really could be big dividends of who actually stays up. I, I'd say what I would piss myself they were on, if they were on equal points and we beat Wakefield one week and then let's lose beat us the next I know that would be so funny and then we oh that would be hilarious but I can't I can't really see it um, unfortunately I think Toulouse had to carry on matching Wakefield I just that's going to work with them staying up and losing that big at, at home against the out of out of um, out of home whole team just strange probably, isn't it like Casper have been in good form recently and then they just Shambled. I think they've lost their halves, at least. Yeah, but Wakefield play. But I don't actually. Castle play poor, but I actually Wakefield play really well. Mm. That was the problem. I got it. Paying me to say they played quite well against us, didn't they? And um, on paper, they're not better side than Toulouse. Wakefield. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, it's not so much Wakefield as a team. It's just the the whole project of Toulouse and what Wakefield actually bring. Like, I don't think really we spoke. Did we speak much about them in the podcast last week? How dire the facilities are there. Like. Yeah, it's just it's just everything about Wakefield is it screams negative rugby league while they get everything about Toulouse. It screams because, rugby league of twenty five years ago, doesn't it? Yeah, while Toulouse is positive, more modern rugby league, and you expand in the game. But yeah, big win for Wakefield, and I think Toulouse have probably made the bed now. Um, I didn't realize the name. Just Toulouse is where that Dupont plays in Union. Yeah, so massive rugby town, aren't they? That's what massive, I mean. I didn't yeah, feel like... yeah. They don't, they're not getting the crowds, which is a shame. I feel like they just needed to get on a good... I think if they'd have gotten a good run of games, they'd have started getting the crowds in. But that from... Yeah, it does. And, and I think from um, seeing people's experiences from going over there, like I, I've seen a lot of Hull fans over there on Twitter and stuff. They seem to absolutely love it. So it's a great day out for rugby league fans. Better than going to piss in Wayfield. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, we'll move on, I'll move on to a game I am looking forward to talking about. Um, oh, yeah. Still Giants beating the Wolves 32 22. The grand reveal of Mark Dufty, who's now out for three weeks. Um, <laughs> oh, the fans can find that out on the on the weekly Super League injury report that's coming out tomorrow. Don't spoil it. Okay, well, pretend I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> TVC. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, I think wire up weren't they and then again they've bottled it they can't put an 8 minute, minute performance together and Giants played well Giants played well in the last 10-15 minutes um, what do you make of this one Rob I know you like um, Warrington so you can take this one I don't know if any of you have seen the Warrington Twitter page this evening is it when they've put like we need all the fans together we need all the fans under 16s are in for a pound we need that the, is a small uh, club. that is a small club like come on guys let's all get on board <laughs> they're worrying yeah they are aren't they Got the crowd, yeah, is it? Yeah. I think it sums up Warrington's season, really. That lost on it. They can't seem to put an 80 minutes together, much to our severe enjoyment. 
God, if they actually got relegated and they've signed Paul Vaughan, Maguire and Duffy, <laughs> that would be unreal. Yes. There's not a, I say there's not a chance, but it's two wins, but um, no, yeah, no. another poor performance from Wyatt and again, another impressive performance from Huddersfield. They've got to give them, they give them credit this year. They've had a really, really good year. Um, yeah, they have, they're playing well. Ian Watson's gone playing really well. Um, and and Powell's got Wolves playing fucking horrendous. It's great. It's. <laughs> just, I'm just looking at the fixtures. They've got Wigan away this week, and then they've got a big four pointer against Toulouse at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, I've, seen, I've seen that. I've seen that. Too. It's so good that meme. Warrington signing all these NRL players while Championship rugby is slowly creeping up on them. <laughs> no, they won't go I, down. It won't go down. But I tell you one thing. You can clip this. I think Josh Maguire is going to be a fucking pudding over here. If I think he's come over for for a payday, yeah. Yeah, I think Paul Paul Vaughan probably as well, but Paul Vaughan. No, I think I think Paul Vaughan will rip in. I think I think, but I think Josh Maguire is very much over the hill now. I I think Paul Vaughan isn't over the hill, and like I know what you mean, but I think he's still come for a payday. Oh yeah, yeah, he could just doss it off. Um. But yeah, congratulations to the Giants and fuck you, Warrington. Um, moving on, but this was a, this was the game of the rounds. Um, unless you're a Salford fan, uh, Leeds beating uh, Catalan thirty six thirty two in got after a golden point try from Aiden Caesar. Uh, obviously, got to put some cir- con- um, circumstance around this game. They're away from home, Leeds, and in a tough place to go, and they were reduced to uh, twelve men, and they still made a, made a comeback. I think they, I think they. Come back from twelve points down, and then won a, net, a golden point. Um, where would you rank it alongside Super League comebacks, Luke? I know you got to give him, you got to give him a lot of credit. Um, under the new coach, Rowan Smith, is it Rowan Smith? It is Rowan Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they made some serious improvements this year. Leads. Um, good news to Saints for Castle losing again. Yeah, I'm getting less and less worried about playing Catalan this year. I think they've had some poor losses. And to be honest, if, if Leeds creep in this playoffs, be quite worried to play him. It was a big, um, it was a big statement. The the win, wasn't it? I think they could creep into those playoff places. Maybe dislodge Salford, who I think we can all collectively hate this week. Yeah, yeah. I hate Saints more at the moment. But I think I I agree with what you said before, John. Our only threat really is Wigan. Um, but we keep getting injuries. Yeah. yeah more the more. only thing, I think, I think that's the way it's going to go, isn't it? And I think that's the way the season's gone. The only people, we're the best team and the next best team has to wait for us to have five inch, six major injuries before they actually can start competing. Yeah. That's what's happened this season. That's what's happened this season. You, you, if we're fully fit, like, I do think we just piss this team. Which like Penrith. You know who's like what? But like Leeds are actually worrying though, aren't they? Because they could slide into the six here and they just beat Leeds, uh, Catalan and Wigan back to that. Nah, at least don't bother us. We played them when we were in this revolution. We got four so on him, Mike. Leeds don't bother me as much as Wigan and John. No, obvious, obviously not. But like something to bear in mind there. That's two massive wins for them. That is two massive wins. I forgot they beat Wigan last week, and obviously going it's to Catalan Wigan. Going, and going down to twelve men as well. That's that is quite an impressive win. Because it wasn't like they went down to twelve level on points. They came, they scored a couple of tries late on to take us a golden point, didn't they? Yeah, and they're only one point behind Hull FC and Salford. Like, and I'd back them all day over. The, as John Wilkins said, I don't think Salford have got the minerals. Yeah, no, I don't really do. Um, 
Well, I think it's, it's only right. It's time that we... Um, the one we don't really want to talk about. The one we don't... Uh, we don't really want to talk about, but we, uh, we do have to talk about is Salford St. Helens. Um, Salford winning 44-12. I just think we need to have a moment of silence um, for a young winger who's come for our academy. Played a lot of games, uh, got a lot of tries. He, he was mentioned earlier on in this podcast and we've got a young Welsh wizard on the wing that's, I think, spent six years with us now, probably played as our last game, ruptured his Achilles. He's been an absolute soldier for us, so I just, I just like to... And he's, not, he's not talking about me either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about Rob Edwards' performance for Pilks. Talking about someone who's actually good at rugby. Uh, the young Ooh. Ian Grace. And I'd just, uh, I'd just like to take a short moment and we I can all have, have a stop and have, have a think about his last six years with us at Saints. <laughs> well, you butchered that one, Jake. You can't even hear it. <laughs> Jake, are you going off pod now? Uh, can, can, we have the, can we have the sounds, please? Can we have the sounds? Right, anyway, back away from the sounds. <laughs> yeah, no, what a shambles that was. I mean, it wasn't on TV, sadly enough, uh, because UK Super been crap and not putting the ball games on. But um, it's a bit of a disaster from start to finish with Saints. We never, ever get beat like that by that badly. Um, I think they said in the game on or the commentary after it or something that we got beat by that margin once in 2014 and then not a single time before 2004, was it? Something like that. Well, so that's, the, that's the third time in 18 years. Yeah, it's just it's very unrealistic <laughs> yeah. of Saints. And funny enough, the last team who beat us by that was Salford. Um, Say one, do you know what? Sorry, look, I just interrupt you then. That, is that not almost a compliment, actually? I know you yeah, can't take it as a compliment this week, but the fact we've only lost by, by what is it, 32 points, three times in 18 years, that's pretty ridiculous when you actually think about it. I think we said, I think we actually said last week, Salford are a bit of a bogey side for us. I said that, yeah, yeah we all did say it. They, they're playing well. Yeah, I think we just have to put it out there dead quick. I don't know what Saints fans are going to look at the Saints side of this game, but Salford were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I think credit is, credit is due um, the job that um, Raleigh's doing over there. He's brought in Brody Croft. He's got them playing well. Him, Breeley and Sneed are playing really well despite. I think a lot of credit has to go there. Their outside backs are playing well. They've got Callum Watkins playing in second row. He's ripping in. Uh, so a lot of credit has to go there. But come on, like, current on, on about Saints. Yeah, it was just, we never, it just doesn't happen as a, as a Saints club to get beat by that margin. And then to top it off even worse, as like we just mentioned, that Regan Grace has played his last game. The Saints um, after rupturing his Achilles tendon. EBNF. Gotta tell you, you will be gutted if you're Rashid 92. Yeah. And then not only that, we thought, originally we thought that um, Sirenin had taught, ruptured his bicep, but thankfully, as you'll see tomorrow <laughs> on the on the um, 10 of the bin weekly up, the injury update, that he hasn't torn his bicep and he should could be at Cocaine to go this weekend. Um, on the plus side, Mason looks like he's back this week and Hopwire is about two to three weeks away. So it is on the up. Where's the prince? Offense. The prince is no one has any idea. No one knows uh, what is. No one knows how bad his injury is. No one seems to have any idea of what is the severity of his injury. It's so weird, isn't it? It's so frustrating. I do feel bad for personal, but it's doing my head in. Can I ask a quick one about Grace? How long is an Achilles rupture? It's about five months, isn't it? Five six months. I mean, is it? 
if you look at Christian Welch, he ruptured it in round one and he didn't play for he's not gonna play all year. So, so I was probably looking like he's not like about six months, something like that. So it's right? so say six months from now, right? What does that take us to? February. Yeah. And then World Cup is in September. Yeah, he's gonna to struggle to make that squad, isn't he? He's gonna struggle, isn't Cause, he? Because he's not gonna make the right, six yeah. nations squad, is he? Yeah, and that's so use that as a big indicator if you didn't want to take to the world. The Six so Nations squad, did you say? He'll struggle to make it if he only comes back in yeah. February. He'd have to go straight in, which you'd feel yeah. you'd feel bad for that on that front. But you also could look at it in a, a semi-positive way for Saints, it means he might like to come back quicker. <laughs> yeah, they want loads of money. <laughs> we won't be able to afford him. But yeah, uh, sad one for him because he's had an injury struck year. And Saints have had an injury short year, so it's going to be interesting to see how we get on this week. But hopefully we've got some boys coming back soon. I think the thing with Saints as well at the moment is it's like, I don't want to use it as an excuse for why we lost at Salford because it's not the reason, but like, we just seem to be getting hit in one area of our team. So it's either, it's either outside backs or fall or like edge forwards. Like honestly, we're getting decimated in one position at the moment. Frustrating, isn't it? Because this is probably the year we, at the beginning we, we thought we had depth in backs, but then we've been so decimated. Like, well, that's, but I think actually the scary thing is we do have depth that's like what the fact we're still competing is we wouldn't have done this a couple of years ago we wouldn't have had the depth I'd give you know I'd give Moss a run out I've seen talk of it I have seen talk of it Not, is, he, is he on a proper contract now oh that's a good point I don't know because it, the, there was the, the reasoning behind him not playing because he wasn't on a like a, a pro contract was he but he played in the Castleton game yeah I don't I, I, I say I, I after the Castleford game, I was I was talking with a couple of people about it, and they seem to think that he won't be able to play um, more games because of this contract situation. I thought it would have been a good game to play in, um, in the halves. But sorry, just, yeah. just on that, just on that, I had a quick look into um, Achilles ruptures from I knew, I knew Christian Welch did it at the beginning of the season, and he was out to, from for, for five to seven months. Oh, that's bad for Regan. That. And if you look at in to be to be fair, if you look at the position graces as well, he's quite an explosive player. Yeah, very explosive. So might have to give it a bit longer compared to a forward. He probably doesn't have that much explosive movements. So he'd have to have a smooth transition to Union if he's got any chance of making the World Cup squad because he got what rugby union seasons to May. So he, from March to May, he'd have to be unreal. The Sam Burgess type scenario where they force him in just because they invested money into it. But they've got so many good wingers. I was about to say that. They don't need to force him. And yeah. I know England needs to force in Sam Burgess, but I think Sam Burgess is very different to Stephen Grace. Yeah. Sad, isn't um, it? Sad. As much as I didn't want him to leave, you don't. You want him to do well in Union when he goes over. Yeah, yeah. I, he's not... He's Yeah, I'm sad to see Grace leave. I think he's a great player. Um, it's a shame for him. It is a big shame. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. Then I can imagine that's what how he did his Achilles tendon. Luke probably like stepping in up on his contact. Yeah. Favourite Grace moment? Oh, that uh, Wigan Derby debut. Debut, yeah. Really? I watched that game in an open tour yeah. bus in Barcelona. Um, <laughs> oh, you're not with us, George. We were we were there. It's no, I was in Barcelona, Rachel, and we were, we were on that like, sightseeing bus. I'd seen uh, the Sagrada La Familia and stuff like that. I just had to guy go and watch it on me on me knee. What about was it the interception in the semi? Yeah, that's my favourite against Hull last year. Yeah, against Hull last year. That's, that's probably my favourite Grace moment. Or, or his hat trick at Leeds last season, was it? Where he 
Oh God, when he, was, when he just broke the lines. I think that was 2020, actually. That was ridiculous. It was like three full lengths, wasn't it, or something? can't remember. Talented, God, he's been a serious player for us. Is he, is he the closest Super League of our said Jason Robinson since Jason Robinson left? Oh, that's a big bit. I don't think he's not, I'm not saying he's anywhere near as good. I'm saying he's the closest type of player. Probably the had. most agile, quick winger I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's a big loss. He is a big loss. And, and he leaves a big hole in our team because it's not like we, we have um, a trio of wingers. We only have two, really, don't we? So it be interesting to see where we go next year if we bother signing anyone. Yeah, but if you look at the players we could have lost in the past year or so, I would have probably picked Grace out of them all. I think true. we were expecting it, weren't we? We've said it for a few years. Yeah, like true. Morgan Knowles is re-signed. Lees is re-signed. Makers chose to say. Wormsley's chose to stay. Wellsby's re-signed. Dodd's re-signed. I think I would rather have all them. Um... I'd have Jack Wellsby over fucking everyone. And you can't knock the guy. <laughs> he's going to go and live out an actual dream because he's actually Welsh and he's going to make yeah. more money. So, yeah. yeah, he's probably had this in the back of his mind for years and years and years, hasn't he? And like yeah. I just said, we've, we've already always kind of knew this was going to happen anyway. Yeah, very true. It's just sad when it does. And sad the way it has as well. Um, just I like think... to give one more shout out on that day of games to a, a side in League One. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't finished. I haven't finished talking about Saints yet. Oh, sorry. We will, we will come back to that. I just wanted to talk about um, at the half situation. We obviously, I didn't want us to come back to what we were talking about the, um, Dan Moss. I, obviously, um, Roby's been playing seven for us. Roby's not a seven, and we're missing him at Hooker. I think. Do we look at bringing someone like Dan Moss in just to make, just to get Roby back in that nine and Russell back in the fourteen? Not to, I don't. To be we was talking before about Blake Ferguson or something, wasn't we? I'd I'd rather, I'd rather give. Um, wait, what? Am I get? I'm getting confused there. What was we talking about before with uh, getting someone in from the Championship? No, Blake Ferguson to replace Regan on the wing. We're not we're playing with fucking about... halves, are we? <laughs> But we're, we're on about Moss and the halves, Jake. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a complete blank there. I have no idea why. The point I was going to make anyway was I'd rather give the opportunity to someone, to a youngster, rather than get someone in somewhere else. I get your point, I get your point, but I'm I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with that one, I think. If we take off that last game, we, well, obviously you had Lomax went off with the HIA, and we just have no creativity in the middle. I think the week before, we always played at seven. I think it's looked all right. I'm not dead against it. When Hopwire comes back, I'd move Roby back to nine and put Wales in the halves. Hopwire at one. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Then, the next week or two, I'd just continue Roby seven. Lomax. Do you not think it could have been a good, like, could Palance hopper out for like three weeks altogether? Yeah, it's going to end up being like that, yeah. So would it not have been a good time to play a young kid and just give him some time? True, but he did look. Have you seen him? He's, he's like he looks. He's quite small. Sixteen, doesn't he? But yeah, maybe a bit too early. I thought he was good in the cast game. Yeah. One of the one of the only good ones. I mean, Carl Evo. But yeah, I think congratulations to Solf and enjoy your little win. You're not even going to make the top six. You stupid rat. <laughs> um, right, Luke, make your segment. Oh yeah, so I'd just like to give a shout out. We we follow a team pretty closely in in League One, which is the third tier of um, rugby league in this country, and it's called North Wales Crusaders. Uh, another great victory for them this weekend, and a special shout out to someone who is a very good friend of ours on the podcast who managed to go over for a meat pie. Again, Again. lovely little show and go. 
you might have seen it on the story. Yeah, 29-16, I'm pretty sure he scored 14 tries this season. Gee, that's like Nanai numbers. He is like Nanai numbers. Nanai. He's like Nanai in Yomix into a war. Yeah, there you go. There's another edge forward that'll take over Nanai. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> um, here's a question now you just made me think about it. How hard do you reckon it would be for us to get like a sponsorship board at Stadium, that, that North Wales Crusader Stadium? How hard do you reckon we have to? How hard do you reckon we have to do to go? Can you get? We'd have to pay get... them. Uh, well, Eckley can do that. Not paying them. <laughs> could we sponsor? <laughs> could we sponsor him? Well, when, we could. When we, get, we... when we get sponsors ourselves, Jordy might look at sponsoring other people. <laughs> yeah, when they get when they've got when sponsors like Bootlegger, our catch was great. What are you on about? When they've got sponsors <laughs> like Bootlegger, I doubt we've got a chance. We've been demonetized by what Jordy said about winning at the start of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm guessing. And Luke oh, calling people spactards. When, when, when I said they won't go the game. Sorry for the spactards out there. Um, they I'm have sorry, got Cornwall this week, the Crusaders, so that's an easy win, I think. I think they beat them on 100. I don't, don't quote me on this, Alex, if you're listening, but I think they beat them by like 70 to 100 points or something last time. Something ridiculous. Yeah, we put. that's a good point, actually. We put out on our um, social medias, do we think the Crusaders could make it to the Championship this year? And we had a lot of positive feedback, I think. So uh, a lot of people are um, dipping on bidding on them to get into the championship next year. Yeah, got I, I don't know how it works though because they're second at the moment, aren't they? So so top yeah. top go up automatically, and then second. I don't know when it's what it's down to playing like some sort of weird round robin playoff system. Yeah. Me and Luke tried to work it out last year, and it was impossible. Yeah. Second to fifth, they're all quite close. The four points behind Keithley at the minute, who are uh, on thirty. With the with the game in hand, but they've got a, they've definitely got a really good chance. Yeah. Apologies, yeah. they put sixty two points on Cornwall last time. So fingers is it at home? Or what? Fingers crossed, they're a team that deserves to be back on the up. Home, home away. I think they're away. Tough travel. Yeah, Tough travel down to Cornwall. Nice place. Tough, nice place. Yeah, not as nice as not as nice as Cornwall. White Haven. You'd rather you'd rather go to Cornwall than. Barrow or something, wouldn't you? you? You would, but me and Luke have been to Colwyn Bay. Lovely little stadium, isn't it, Luke? It's a right, near Leisure, right near a leisure centre. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> stadium's it's a zip line across the stadium. Whoa. <laughs> they haven't got that anymore. Oh. They haven't got that anymore, no. That actually <laughs> makes me sad. Main attraction. And also, uh, the side that we also follow quite closely, kind of falling off a cliff at the minute. I witnessed the beat by Barrow. Is that, John Ke- is that John Keir's boy's first loss since he came in? I don't know, but... Paul I, think, I, think Saints, I think Saints' is hot target, T. Ritson, told him a new one, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... Don't, oh, I, I can't quote him on it, but I think they. I think that's his first loss. Because I think they went on a bit of a run, didn't they? They did. But, uh, yeah. They look fit, they look sharp, they look well-fed. Um, look good, don't they, with us? They just need... They need, they need, they need to come back up. They're a Super League team. Oh, right. They are half. And I like witness, but it's not just the same as having Wakefield come back up. <laughs> nah, they're a, bigger, they're a bigger club than Wakefield. Yeah, they are. But the sandwich between, sandwich between like, Wake, um, like, us and Warrington, aren't they? Like, nah, they've got a good fan base, witness. They do have a, they do have a decent fan base. Uh, what Luke just said there. Um, was, it, was it Luke said that it smells in witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 tends to be a bit of a myth. That and people don't know whether it's true. It, it genuinely does stink in the morning. It does stink. <laughs> 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 I 
really does. But George, just coming back on that, do you not think? I mean, Wakefield have won like one Challenge Cup in their entire 130 year history. Well, I think Widnes are a bigger club. That's not my argument. My argument isn't who's the bigger club. My argument is like geographically, what does it do for the sport? Nothing, but I mean, like, what does Warrington do for the sport? Yeah, but they bring more, like, you've got your maybe what five, haven't you? You bring the money to the sport, then you just start putting clubs in the same area. Like, doesn't really do anything. If you wanted to do anything about that, you start combining teams, you start combining with Salford, Swinton, and stuff, and making them. We've had this conversation. You're trying to get you, you try and get Bradford back in. I'd love that. Yeah, track in, really. Bradford, Leeds, you make Swinton and Salford, Manchester. You'd make. Oh, you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have to combine Bradford and Leeds. They can stay separate. No, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're separate. Oh. Then you have Manchester. Like York to be a big side as well. York. Yeah, I like York. For me, teams like Castleford and Wakefield should be combining, but they never would. Castleford Wakefield, yeah. Yeah, Ca- Castle and Wakefield hate each other, though. That'd never happen. Yeah. Two separate teams are fine. Yeah. Big enough to isn't it? Let Lee go join Wigan, Osmond. Fuck them off. I hate Lee. What, Wigan? Yeah. Can't, I don't think you can get rid of Wigan, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Let Lee and Wigan join and let's be called Wigan. Just sack Lee off. Yeah, true. They've got, a, they've got a nice setup. And they're going to win the, the, the league by 2025. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, that, because that means he actually thinks they're going to. So they're going to get promoted this year, and he thinks having after, in two full seasons they're going to be winning the league. <laughs> That is bonkers to think. I know Salford didn't do too bad, but it's still crazy to think. We'll see. I mean, fair play for being ambitious, but let's see yeah. what he's going to have to pay to, for that to happen. <laughs> well, he's going to have to hire some English players soon, and they'll go back right back down. Yeah. Um, so, right, we'll do our fan. We'll do, um, we'll do that same as we did our predictions last week for Super League. We won't say a score, we'll just choose a team as a combined. Um, so, first game of the round is Hull KR to lose. Uh, in Hokar, I'm saying to lose because I want my boys to win. What they went out saying? Hokar for me. <sighs> sad. Yeah, I'm sad to go Hokar. It's a must win for to lose. If they win, then we'll start getting excited about the potential staying up. But if they lose, they're gone. I uh, <laughs> I, I really want to lose to win, so I'm putting out good vibes only, and I'm going to go to lose to win. Okay, well. We're 2-2, two, two, dear, so we'll, let's just go for the home win. Yeah, so we're just doing a combined one? Yeah, we'll just do a combined one of this. Unless you want to, unless, unless you want to do separate. No, it's separate. Separate's fine. Okay, we'll do separate. Okay. Um, then Friday, we've got uh, Huddersfield against Hull FC. I'm going to take a Giants win here. Oh, I'm, I'm Huddersfield as well. Me too. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Huddersfield. Uh, then... A game that's on Sky Sports. Got Wigan at home to the wire. It's going to be Wigan, isn't it? You know what? I wish Dufty was fit for this, but I'm going to take Wigan, yeah. I mean, why is he on telly anymore? It's still two of the bigger clubs, isn't it? Oh, but Saints against Wakefield's not on TV, and that's a, the same t- place in the table, really. True. But yeah, I'm going Wigan. Yeah, this is the impossible game, this, isn't it? I'd rather the stadium just blow up. But, um... <laughs> but I'll have to go Wigan, won't I? Because they, they, they will win. Um, and then last couple of games of the round. You've Massive got... game. Yeah, it is. You've got Saints, Castleford. Go with Saints, bounce back out. We're going to smash them as well. Sorry, 
I was on the wrong game. Yeah, Saints as well. I was on about Leeds Salford, massive game. Saints, I think none of us are going to back against Saints. We're all Saints fans. All Saints, yeah. Yeah, uh, Saints. Leeds Salford. Tough one, I'm going Leeds. Yeah, me too. I agree with Rob, it is a big game, but I'm also going Leeds, yeah. Because it's that headingly, I'm going to go Leeds, but if it was that Salford, I'd go Salford. Just a bit of a side note, does this not kind of bit of an indication of the state of the Super League compared to the NRL of like NRL's loads we didn't agree on and this one it seems to be a clean sweep on all of them. But yeah I think it's I think Super League can be very predictable like you get results like, like the Saints one but you mentioned it before like we've, not, we've not lost like that for, for we've lost like that three times in 18 years like the NRL clubs maybe apart, maybe apart from Melbourne all fluctuating how good they are well, on Super League doesn't, doesn't work that does it yeah and that's why the threat of relegations made this season a little bit more interesting. Is actually like Wakefield have to be good; they can't just be deal with being mediocre all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then final game of the round, Wakefield at home to Catalan. Um, French Revolution over here, so I'm going to go for a Catalan win. Catalan for me. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, and we're all in agreement again with Catalan. Yeah. So we Well, that's really went different on uh, Toulouse. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was that literally because I said to lose? Oh, did you said to lose, though, Jay, Jay, didn't you? To lose, yeah, yeah, I said to lose. Thanks for backing us, Jay. Needed that. Um, but that's it for this week. Hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Uh, and I think Luke's going to sign us out, aren't you? All right. Okay. Um, you All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on at 10 in the bin. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another episode. Nice one. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Goodbye.